Yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 324. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placentia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. And yo, it's about to be December up in this mug. I know, no. right? <laughs> Holy cow. Golly. Um, I totally tried to pull off a yo the other day and nobody said anything, but even I knew like that was weird. <laughs> like the minute, the minute it, it leaves you, you're like, nah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I don't know. Lately, I've been hearing a lot of people use that phrase and it just kind of like, I didn't even plan to do it. It just kind of like came out. And I was like, uh, can I hear it in context? Like, what were you saying? Yo, yeah, yeah. too. I don't even remember. It was just something at work. And you were and like, we, yo. It was just me and a couple guys. We were talking about football, and I think it was after, no, it was like, it was Monday. We were talking about the, the games on uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, somewhere in the conversation, I just said it. Because I I just, lately, I've been able to do, listen to podcasts while I'm at work because I haven't been having to work with audio or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of photo stuff. And several of the ones, just, I don't know what the deal is, but lately people have been saying, yo. And I caught on to it, and I, I just, it just kind of came out. <laughs> Are you, but you answering say something? You a lot, don't you? No, I, I was said, I said something like similar to, I don't, I don't remember the exact thing I said, but they'd say like, oh, did you see that play when so and so did yeah yeah, and I said like, yo yeah, that was a really awesome catch oh, nice. or whatever, something like that. So it, it like, wasn't to get it, like attention, like yo, check this yeah. out. It was or it wasn't. Well, no, it was more like I was answering someone. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy, yo. He had said. It was more like that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know, well, it was just we. It was just cool. you know. Chris, why, why don't you keep going? <laughs> yo. All right, yo. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't Thanksgiving like it. was <laughs> no, awesome. I don't yeah, I don't really like it either. But you know, still, I gotta try to do it every now and then. I guess I like it. I think Are, you should keep it. Have you been working baby into your? We talked about you working baby into your. No, because that one just feels dirty. Does so it? I don't do that one. Yeah. It, it was funny, me and Chris were in the car talking about using baby in just like your regular vernacular. He's like, I don't think I can get away with it. I was like, yeah, you can. And he was like, no. I was like, he's like, I don't know how to do it. I was like, I'll show you. And that was the first, or I, it wasn't the first time, but we were meeting up with Kale and Katie. And so right uh-huh. when Kale got out of the car, I was like, Kale, what up, baby? And I was, looked over and like, uh, that's, see, that's how perfect. you use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. That place is delicious, by the way. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to whatever that restaurant was. I think it was Heart 8. Yeah, wherever with all the meat. Yeah, all the meat. Okay, I know I asked you to talk. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, since we're talking about all the food and everything, I'll just talk about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving was awesome. Went over to my mom's house. We ended up, which I haven't been to Thanksgiving on her house, at her house. Uh, I think it's been two, maybe three years. There were 40 people there. Wait, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. That's way too many people. Wow, and, why I weren't mean, we invited? Look. It wasn't the only thing about it is is like my mom's house just is not that big. <laughs> okay. So the people are fine. You know, I get along with everybody and it's nice seeing all the people that I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. It wasn't anything weird like that, but it's just at some point it's just like, man, yeah, it it feels a little small in here. A little cozy. <laughs> yeah, just mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, you run out of chairs like, sorry, this is the best we had, you know, and you're just sitting on a little stool or a footstool or something like that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was fine. The food was all great. I had a great time. Uh watching football and eating and just reminiscing with family and, and a lot of them that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, um, Stacy's parents came down. Well, actually, I guess I should back up. So on, 
I don't remember if I mentioned this on the last one. Did I talk about going to my going to uh that I was gonna be going to Oklahoma for my father in law's yeah, birthday? You talked about that last week. Up okay, and back. Yes. So so we did that on the Tuesday before and then on uh Thursday, my parents came down, and then on Friday, her parents came down from Oklahoma for like a, a second Thanksgiving. And they they came down, and we ate here, and we invited Katie and Kale over as well. Um, and then we went and looked at Christmas lights that night. Well, I, I say we went and we basically went to this park where they string it all up with Christmas lights and walked around the park. We didn't go to like where you go tour houses and look at all the lights or anything like that. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Our two nieces was there, so they really enjoyed all that stuff. And then the next morning they headed out and we just had a nice quiet weekend the rest of the weekend. Yep. Um, this week has been, it's been just kind of flying by, honestly. Um, we had a couple of different things that we were had going on at work today. Uh, my team went and we met with these, some other creatives out at another, uh, another location. Uh, so while we were at the office for like half a day. So just time's just kind of been flying in a way. And we are going to be off next Monday and Tuesday because we're going down to Austin for a concert. So... It, it's just like, man, before it? we know it, it, we're going to have what, what time Damian off Rice, again. was it? Yeah, we're going to be going and seeing Damian oh, Rice. Oh, very nice. He's coming nice. in. He's playing, he's playing in Austin, and I think he's playing like one other place right now in the U.S. or something crazy. So, And That's then awesome. he's going to go, because he always does these like little things, and then every now and then he'll do a kind of a big tour, and he usually doesn't have very many dates, and then later on towards the end of the tour, maybe he'll attack on some more dates. So when I saw that he was coming to Austin, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to, that's, you know, that's a drive. We can make it to that easily. Let's just go south a couple of hours and we're there. Mm -hmm. So super looking forward to that. So we're going to have, feels like we just had all this time off and we're about to have a few more, like a four day weekend yet again. So it's all hey, good over here. It. Yeah, man, you deserve it. <laughs> I mean, I guess so, if you say so. <laughs> um, so on the gaming front, uh, I have played a little bit more Runner 3. Nice. And... Yeah. I did play. I finally jumped into Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, I before ooh. I get to that, because I got stuff oh. to talk about when it comes to that. Oh, okay, we're going to talk about what's even more exciting than all of it, and that is Beat Saber on no! PlayStation VR. Oh man, because oh, this game, <laughs> yeah, that game is life right now. Preach it, <laughs> dog. I love this game so, so much. Can I? Put, well, you, you, I mean, you'll keep it right. It's digital, right? You bought it digital, or you bought it yes. physical? So you'll yeah, have uh, it when I come there in next year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, have I it. have to play this game. Like I have to. It's yes, a problem. You do. It's a problem. It is. It Ed, is do I need so to drive good. up and see you to yes, play you this do. game? Is that what needs to happen? Yes, it is. Okay. And look, I I played uh, Guitar Hero and I played Rock Band, and mm -hmm. sure they were fun, and I was never particularly good at them or anything. So I I never bought them. I just would be that guy that like I'll go to a friend's house and we'll have like a rock band night or whatever, mm -hmm. and I'd play for one evening and I'd feel like I had my fill and I wouldn't I'd be fine. I was like I don't need to buy this or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I wanted to get Beat Saber. We tried to buy it when our nieces were here that Friday after Thanksgiving, and I I actually bought it in the store or it aired out and said oh there's an error and I just figured like oh the store is jacking up. And then the next day on Friday after they had to leave because they left pretty early in the morning, I logged back in and it showed I actually had bought it and I just needed to download it. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I just kept getting this weird error page the night before. And I so wish we would have been able to download it that night because my nieces would have loved this game. And look, mm -hmm. I've had PSVR since PSVR launched. I've played a lot of PSVR games. Actually, I, the weird thing is I don't think I've played as many as Ed, but I have played a decent amount of PlayStation VR games. Overall... I really enjoy the experiences. I really enjoyed most of the games that I've played. There's only been a handful that I was like, ah, oh, this game doesn't really work for me. Um, there is 
because I've also played Vive a couple of times. I, I don't own it, but I've played it other places as well. And uh, you can definitely tell that, like, on the PC rigs, and there's just the fact that they do the tracking a little bit differently, but overall, the tracking's better. Like, on PlayStation VR, they're just using the, the PlayStation camera, so the tracking's not always 100%. It's, but it's pretty dang good. Like, it's nothing to mm -hmm. be like, oh my gosh, this experience is horrible. It's just every now and then, something might lose a little bit of tracking, or if you put something behind, like if you're using the Move controllers, let's say, if for some reason you put it behind you, like, obviously, it can't see through you, so it loses the tracking on that. Every now and then, you'll see this weird shifting that'll happen with something that you're looking at, and it's because it, I'm assuming that the tracking's kind of getting a little futzy right there. Those kinds of things happen occasionally. This game is the best feeling PlayStation VR game I've ever played out of really? all of them. Really? Mm, Everything wow. feels so tight. And those sabers, yeah. when you have them in your hand, when you move, like it moves. Like it feels like it's just an extension of my hand. It yes. just feels really? like I have these crazy Jedi ninja swords and I'm just hacking up everything in the world. And everybody better stay out my way because I'm going to hack you up to the beat of this sick song that I'm listening to right now. It is so <laughs> yeah. much fun. I cannot stress this enough. Because some people on our Discord, a lot of people lately have been getting PSVR. A couple people on our Discord are like, hey, yeah, I picked up PlayStation VR during Black Friday. I mentioned Beat Saber. And some people were a little like, ah, it seems like it's a little expensive. Maybe I'll wait till it goes on sale. I got, I, you know, I totally get that. I understand completely. All I can say is I had a little bit of the same thing. I was like, well, 30 bucks, maybe I should wait a little bit because I didn't know for sure how many songs were part of it. I would buy this again tomorrow if for something happened and I lost it and they said, oh, you actually don't own this game. I'd buy it again. Wow. It's good. It is so much fun to play. That's, I mean, that's, I don't really know what else to say about it. I mean, Ed, if you want to jump in and just corroborate anything because it's so much fun. Yeah. I, everything Chris said, <laughs> 100%. Um. My only beef with the game is the fact I love that it has local, like you can put your name in and uh -huh. have like a local high score, but it doesn't carry over to like, if I want to compare my scores with Chris, I have to play the songs again for a separate score, a uh, leaderboard. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but that's my only uh, beef with the game. It is kind of like Chris said, I was a little concerned about the tracking having to move so fast and it is spot on spot wow. on it feels and so good it's like I, ridiculous i find myself actually moving my hands away from my body like taking care to not hit myself with the sabers like it's just that real um it's so much fun uh there was a little bit of a uh you know it doesn't have the variety of songs that you get on pc because pc they can mod actual pop songs and mm -hmm. these are all original songs and they are they're amazing songs. Are like, they? It's not like original yeah, good. DDR songs. Like these are legit <laughs> amazing songs. The DDR songs you just fell in love with because you heard them over and over again, but they were yeah. not good listens just for regular songs. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and they these, have these Beat yeah. Saber songs, like they're on Spotify and probably Apple Music and whatever service you use. And I will be at work and I'll just put it on. Really? Mm -hmm. Stacy plays, and that's another thing, another beautiful side benefit. Stacy loves it. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look. Me and Ed have gotten in a little bit of a like, oh, I'm gonna beat your score. You're gonna be, and then he beats my score, and like a little bit of back and forth and stuff. I'm gonna be honest. Every, almost every single score that's where I go on top, it's Stacy doing it because really? she's so much better at this game. Really? She is good at this game. She's way yeah. like every time Ed would send a picture or whatever and be like, yeah, this score. She's like, oh well, we'll just play tonight and beat it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's okay, awesome. sure we will. And then I don't beat it, and then she goes here, let me do this, and then she just destroys it. 
Really? So, so much fun. Oh my gosh, yes. That is awesome. And even the things like if the sabers hit each other or if they hit, like you have, there's these uh, virtual walls that'll come at you. And sometimes you have to lean to the right or left, or maybe you have to, you have to uh, bend down because it's going above you. If the sabers, if you touch the wall or anything, like they, they buzz, like they're cutting through the wall. Like you would think like it would be in star Wars, like that, what mm -hmm. you would think they would, how you feel like they would react to the yes. environment is how it feels in the game mm -hmm. when you're in wow. there. It's so much fun. That's some good mechanics right there. Amazing, yes. Okay, so now I'll move on now that I've got all my, my love and praise for Beat Saber out of the way because I, I just had to gush about that game. Yeah, it's so man. much fun. So now, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. This game... <laughs> this, this game... I know where you're going. ...is an enigma. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I, I, I cannot, for the life of me fathom how this game got a 98 on metacritic oh really <laughs> at all like uh -oh. no uh -oh. there's no world in this universe in this galaxy okay yeah okay where this could happen mm. in my opinion for me yes. now i am i was i originally so what i told myself was like look i don't ever do this but i feel like this game's got all this hype I, I'm, I'm gonna do it for this one i'm gonna put in at least 20 hours into this game to give it a shot to like hook me. Okay. You know? mm -hmm. So like if, like if 10 hours, I'm not, I'm still not feeling it. I'm going to keep going. I want to hit at least 20. I don't know where that number came. You heard it was a slow burn, right? Yeah. And I, had, I, I mean, I no real spoilers or anything, but I've read up a lot about the game before I started playing it. Mm -hmm. So the, a lot of the stuff's not necessarily new to me. Like I knew, like you said, that it was going to start slow and all that kinds of stuff. Um, and Unfortunately, there's nowhere in the game that it tells you how many hours you've played. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of ballparking it. And right now, I was playing tonight before we recorded, and I ended around 20%. So I don't know how far that is, but I mean, it, it takes a while. because, like, What you said, chapter not, are you in? I'm still in chapter two, I think. Okay. okay. I, uh, you know what? Actually, I didn't check tonight, but I did check my percentage or whatever, and it said it was at 20. And the last time that I checked my chapters, I was at chapter two. Okay. Um, I've been doing like side, I did a lot of side content cause I heard later on side content gets either harder to do, or maybe you can't, I don't know exactly the specifics. So I just tried to, I was like, well, let me dabble a little bit. Um, so it took me a while to get through the, to the 20%, which I think is story percentage. I think, I don't think it's overall mm. game percentage. I think it's just basically the story. So I'm just going to run through a list of some stuff here. So oh, oh God, he's list. got a list. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say how I feel about this. So oh, man, the game looks good. Yo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yo, the game looks good. It does not look generation defining good. It does not look next gen esque good. Okay. It looks good. Okay. Overall, like I'm talking, you're saying you're it's walking... not like how Last of Us was for the PS3, where you were like, "Holy no. freaking crap! How did they do this?" No, right. no. I've heard tons and tons of people say like, "Oh my gosh, this game is the best looking game I've ever seen in my life," kind of thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. no. no. Okay, so that's that that hype train is left for you. Now look. So out of ten, how do you think it looks? Like a seven or eight? Out of ten, I would give it. Seven, eight. Uh, okay, real quick, real quick. Let me let me let me let me give you a parameter. Oh here. lord, I'm gonna get so my So I'm talking about like, like if you're if you're like going through the world, you're like riding a on your horse. Presentation game. Just let me tell you what I'm saying, and you'll, it'll it'll make sense here. <laughs> Let's say you're riding your horse or going through the world. You know when you're doing a task 
-hmm. not sitting there and like, oh my gosh, that leaf is flowing in the wind so naturally. You're not looking at that kinds of crap. Okay. You're just, the world is there. Okay. When you're just going through the world and not paying attention to the little details, Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks way better than this game. Way better than this game. Now, if you are looking at the 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 minor things, the minutiae, all the little attention to detail stuff, and then the little the way that when you walk that that splash animates away from your body, and whenever you horse goes through mud, like it leaves a track, it's banging on that stuff, and all that stuff's really great, and I yeah. think they should definitely be praised for all those things because they are all the uh, there's tons of little animations and things that like wow they really took some time on this and. And made it work. And in a big open world, the fact that they're able to have so many of them, that absolutely is impressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. But just overall, when you're playing the game, no, this game is not particularly pretty or any more so than any other game that's this generation. It is pretty. Just not. Yeah, it's pretty. Yes. It looks good. But people are like saying this is like the second coming of the video game yep. God. Uh-huh. And it's not. It's okay. just not. I'm sorry. It's not. The facial animations are better than Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They're pretty good. Okay. They're not better than Spider-Man. They're not better than the cutscenes, like animations particularly, don't look better than like God of War or some other ones. Okay. They look better than most other third-party games because, like I said, third-party games tend to struggle when they're multi-platform. But it's, again, it's not the best. All the little details, like I said before, stepping in the mud and then this, you know, the leaving the tra- tracks in the mud and... And all those kinds of little things, when you go to pick up, a, you're going to pick up like a flower or something or, or some kind of um, like thyme or something like that for your food and stuff, that you, different things that you have, herbs, things. You pick it up from the root and you pull it up and then you take the leaves off. Like that's impressive because that's a, that's a lot of attention to deal. That's kind of like Naughty dogish kind of things that I would expect to see. Mm, right. Which, well, I guess that's not really fair to say because Rockstar has always had kind of like some attention detail stuff too. So I don't mean to say like... What I mean is, like, it's really good. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say we they're not you. their own merit there. But outside of that, like, it doesn't look particularly great. The game is ridiculously slow. Now, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's absolutely on purpose. You can tell that, okay, they really wanted it this way. And, hey, they're Rockstar. They've, they've grown the clout to be able to do things how they want to have them do it. I've heard some people say that they love it. Some people say they don't like it. One thing that I've heard a lot is that, though, or not a lot, but I've heard from people who are on the more detraction side, is that they don't. What they don't like is that they don't feel like the game respects their time, and I absolutely see where uh-huh. that that point is coming from. But at the same time, I kind, it's just not for me. But I feel like I understand what they're going for and what they're doing, and I feel yeah. like they should be able to make the game that they want. Right. I, I don't. Can I ask I, a quick question? Yeah. Go ahead. Did you play the second one? Did you play Red Dead Redemption? You mean the no, first one? No, I did one? not play Red Dead Redemption. Okay. And I did not play Red Dead Revolver either. That's the first one. Right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play either of the two okay. previous games. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Has anybody? Ed, did you play yes. Red Dead Redemption? Yep. So I've it, watched probably the vast majority of Red Dead Redemption 2, like through Let's Plays and stuff, but yeah. I never played it myself. So, Ed, do you feel like the beginning is similar, or do you feel like this is much slower than Red Dead Redemption? It's been a while since I played either of the other iterations, but okay. this one definitely moves a lot slower. Okay, gotcha. Okay, definitely. go ahead, Chris. There's been a lot of hubbub about how every time like you do a loot, like you loot a body, you lean over, you pick the person up, you reach in their pocket, you pull the stuff out, and then you go. If you're going to loot a house, you walk over to the, the drawer, you open the drawer, you grab the thing, you push the drawer back. It takes a lot of time to do all these things, whereas like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you run over and you want to loot that person you just killed. 
you just hit square, it does a reach out animation, and bam, you've got everything that they had to take. Yep. I like that better. I prefer that. I feel like that's a video game because, like, look, everybody loves realism in their video games. Yeah, we want things to be realistic and look realistic and the best graphics and yada, yada. But at some point in time, you got to realize this is a video game. This is not a movie. I'm sorry you want it to be and you feel like it is, but it's not. And that Lord kind of mercy. stuff doesn't add to enjoyment. Yeah, stomping it just on, doesn't to me. Stomping on opinions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just don't. I, that's not for me. I want my I want those things that are video gamey things to be video gamey. And yeah. the thing is, is that they understand that and they know that because there are times where that absolutely happens. Anytime you need more ammo in this game, walk over it and you just have it. Mm-hmm. It's just there. But yet they want me to go and like pick up the body and shake the guy, stick in his pocket, and pull out the stuff and put it in my pocket, then put him down. Now I got to walk to the next guy. And it yeah. just gets Undo tedious. Undo his suspenders and then attach his suspenders to the back of your pants. It just <laughs> gets Throw them over your shoulders and attach the Absolutely. suspenders to the front. It's, it's just, it's, it's like, it seems, it feels pretentious to me. Ooh. I don't particularly care Ooh. for it. Okay. So the riding the horse, there's some kind of a fast travel system in this game but not really there's mm-hmm. really not if you ride your horse halfway across the map to go do a thing you gotta ride your horse all the way back yep like there's mm-hmm. no like okay now i'm fat i did this mission now let me quickly fast travel back to the camp that's right that that doesn't really exist that's what I've heard. at least not right. at my point in the game it makes me not want to go do things. It makes me really? not want to go explore. It makes mm. me not want to do these things. It's like, good Lord, if I go way over there, I got to come all I got to ride back. all the way back. Mm, and yeah. that may take me 25 minutes because on the way I might get attacked and then this other thing might happen. Yeah. And then other thing. It's like, it makes me not want to go far from the camp. And another thing, the camp may not be important. I don't really know at this point in the game, but I always feel like I need to go back to camp. Maybe I'll find out later on down the road because you can build a makeshift camp if you're too far out, if you need to sleep or whatever. Maybe I'll find out the camp's really not that important and I've been playing the game wrong. But at this point in time right now, because they keep trying to teach me like, oh, upgrade your camp and bring more money back to the camp and share all this stuff over the camp. They've made me they're trying to teach me that the camp's important, but I go there and really nothing's going on there. I don't know if it's important or not. Mm. I'm going there because I think they're telling me that it is, but it just makes me not want to go too far away from where I am because it's like, man, it's going to be such a a slog. Like they have this cinematic mode. You can put, you can ride the horse and if you're on a trail, you put it in cinematic mode and then it'll just ride itself. Mm. But it still takes all the time to get there. Every time I do that, I'm picking up my phone. I'm going and logging in on my computer and doing something because I don't care. I don't want to watch that. (laughs) I mean, it's cool the first time or two, but it's like, (laughs) I don't want to see this anymore. Like, let me just get to where the mission is and do you know, what's supposed to be the fun stuff. This is not the fun stuff. This is cool every once in a while, but every single time I get on this horse, I got to ride for four minutes. No, that's, that's not my idea of fun. Yes. Mm. (sighs) Okay. So (laughs) the gunplay, the mechanics in general in this game are utter trash. The what? Mm -hmm. Complete and utter trash. The gunplay? The gunplay in this game is horrible, and you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be a gunslinger, and the, me- the mechanics in this game are garbage. In really? My they are not good at all. Now, I will say, tonight I unlocked to where you can have a second holster and you can dual wield a gun oh, or yeah, handguns. Yeah. That felt way better. So maybe it's going to get way better from here. I, I, I want to completely put that out there, and I hope that it does. Maybe the dual wielding is the, the thing that's going to make it best. 
awesome. And I haven't gotten a scoped weapon yet. I went to go buy one and it was locked and I couldn't oh, buy right. it. So maybe things will get better. But at this point in time, the controls are horrible. Like I went to go, I went into uh, the town. I went to go get my horse. And so many times the same button does several different things. Yep. And I went to go talk to this guy and it pulled out my gun and it shot. And now yep. I've got the whole town. I've got seven <laughs> lawmen after me. And I've got to run away. <laughs> I did that too. Because I did the same thing. And then I was going to this other town tonight and, you know, this guy runs up, which sometimes when you're just riding on the trail, a person will run up and be like, hey, mister, can you help me with a thing? I don't know for sure if these guys going to jump me or what. So I get off my horse and I just, I'm ready for if he's going to try to do something crazy. And this guy's like, oh, I just, I'm lost. Can you help me get back to town? I'm like, okay, cool. So I get on my horse and then to speak to a person, you're supposed to push, I'm playing on PS4, you push L2 and then it gives you the prompts of like, you can greet him, you can say this, you can answer that. I hit L2 and it fires my gun. <laughs> and then he gets scared and he runs away. And the thing is, is he seemed interesting. And I was like, oh, this might lead to some cool little side thing. <laughs> and I, he ran off and I can't do anything about it. Like, oh my God. Yep. Been like, there are you too. kidding me with this, with this control? I crap? want that to happen in real life. Like, hey, do you guys know how to get to the mall? Pow! You're like, okay, yep, never mind. Run off. The guy's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shoot my gun. I meant to say, yeah, go down the street, take a left. So, I don't understand how this game. I can, I can, I can understand from again the 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 technical. They've done a super good job, technically speaking. I could understand in that realm how it would be like nominated for game of the year, like or maybe game direction or maybe best narrative or these kinds of things like that. I, I don't necessarily understand. Like this game is, if if this game it were in my top five, it might be five, and that's just because it does do some other things. Now here's here's what I will say. I'm only on chapter two. I'm only at twenty percent in, and it, there are signs of it getting better. And despite all these grievances that I have with it. I do find myself continuously coming back to it and playing more. Okay. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's because I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I really don't have another game to play besides Beat Saber right now. <laughs> right. I don't know if that's because there's just a little bit of something in me like that's like a morbid curiosity. Like I feel like it's going to get better. At some point this is going to get good and just wanting to see if that's going to happen. Or if there's something genuinely like get it starting to finally get a hook in me. I can't mm -hmm. tell yet. So I'm going to continue on with the game. Quick question: but, Is is yeah. the story? I know you say you're only in chapter two, and I don't know how the story yeah. goes. Um, but is the story at all grabbing you from a narrative standpoint? Uh, that I mean, that's a little bit tough to answer. So the oh, I'm going to say no. I'm hurting for you right now. I'm well, no, so but hurting. Look, for I'm going to say no. But here's the thing: I feel like had I played Red Dead Redemption two, I would have way more affinity for the people because half of them I would know who they, at least have heard of who they are and some of them are in Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. So I feel like if I had that I may have more attachment to the characters but at the moment like it starts where a thing happened I don't really know what the thing happens and a guy's dead right there I don't know who the heck that guy is I don't really care for anybody in the game. Like when right. the first time you meet John Marston who's the big uh, anti-hero or whatever you want to put it of the first game I knew who he was. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, oh, okay, that's neat. There's there's old John. But I, I don't really, I mean, he's the only one that I'm kind of like, oh, well, when am I going to get to do a mission with John or something? Because at least I know who he is. And all the other people, 
I don't know who they are. They're all, I mean, it's a Rockstar game, so they're all bad people. So I'm not particularly <laughs> attached to any of them. I think you mean bad. <laughs> Either way, however you want to put it, they're, they're just not good people. So I, it's like I have no attachment to any of them. The overall narrative, like I'm curious to see if it's going to go somewhere. If I'm going to find out what this big thing that happened right as the game started that I didn't see. I'm curious if I'm going to find out more about that. But if I don't, I'm going to be like, well, that was a huge waste of time. Jeez Louise. So I, I don't know. And look, I, one more time, I'll say this too. Like I knew going in, like there's a good shot. I'm not going to like this game. Yeah, and, but I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm trying to give it a fair shake, but it's like I'm not gonna like put on these rose tinted glasses and be like, "Oh my gosh, this game looks the best thing ever." It's PS5 esque because it's not. I'm just. I'm sorry, it's not. And I'm just gonna call it like it is, the way that I I feel like it is. But I am gonna keep playing it. And who knows? Maybe next week I'll be like, "Guys, I was totally wrong on all that stuff. This game is the best game ever. Ten out of ten. Game of the year. Twenty it could hours absolutely change." Uh, uh, <laughs> Seems like you would be at least close to that. Closer yeah, than you are. It seems fairly extensive. You right? would yeah, think, be good. but at the same time, I so I've heard from most people that in three and four is when things ramp. Chapters three and four. And like I said, I'm still in two. So maybe it's going to take a huge uptick and get really awesome. So mm-hmm. here's a question. Are you are you going to get to chapter three then? If, like, are, or are you ba- or have you basically taken your ball and gone home? There, there's, there's nothing at this point that has been like, I need, like, again, because I don't have something else that's like pulling at my heels trying to get me to play right now. There's been nothing that's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. I'm out. It's like all yeah. the, like, none of these are like huge game breaking grievances. They're more like, it's just a bunch of them that are stacking up kind of thing. It's, uh-huh. it's none of, no one of them is like the worst thing ever in the world. Like even the mechanics, like I'm 20 hours in. I think they are bad, but I understand them now and I can do them. I know that, okay, mm-hmm. if I do this, I need to do it this way because if I don't, it's going to do not something that I, I want. Like I've wrapped my head around, I've, I'm making it work for me the way I want it to. I, I know it's shortcomings kind of thing. Does that make sense? So yep. now I'm not necessarily thinking about the controls being bad so much. I just, I understand what they are because it's the only game I'm playing. If I were bouncing back to Assassin's Creed and then coming to this and going to Assassin's Creed and coming to this, yeah, I probably would have left and be like, you know what? I'm sticking with this game that I feel like does things way better, but I'm done with that. And so I, I can sit here and just focus on this one and see where it goes. Cause I want to see an amazing cowboy story. That's what I came here for. Yep. It just hasn't gotten there yet for me. Well, Lord have mercy. Well, there you go. Right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Exactly. <laughs> Question of the week is why is Chris sounding more and more like Router? <laughs> I will say, I wanted to make, I was kind of hoping I would, and I know you can do this on online, but I really wanted to make a custom character. I didn't want to play whatever the default is, but I had to. I had to play Arthur. Oh, you oh, don't I get look. to make him look the way you want? I can buy clothing and stuff, but I didn't get to like. I didn't get to do fit like his design face his face and, stuff, yeah, and, yeah. and all in his hair color or his beard color or any of that stuff. No, he's he's Arthur. It's just like other Rockstar games. I can buy the clothing. That's pretty much it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, Christopher, sorry, there buddy. it is. No, man, I, I love it. I love the difference of opinions and yeah. and everything. I mean, this is exactly why I'm not playing the game. It's exactly the opposite <laughs> of what Ed put on Twitter this week. Right. So I am gonna play. I'm gonna try uh, Ed, the online Ed killed stuff, a seagull with his head. I just can't do it yet. I don't think I it unlocks for me right. until Friday. All right. Well, Edward. Yes, sir. 
why don't you go next? <laughs> Mr. Right. I never want to stop playing Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we had family in town for Thanksgiving. We played a ton of games. We made my sister-in-law play Until Dawn. Nice. Uh, Ooh, nice. Uh, and she freaked out and she screamed at all the right places and we enjoyed it and we laughed and laughed. How but, far did she get? Uh, we got into um, uh, choose uh, who gets the saw. <laughs> the oh, saw. yeah. <laughs> and then it was done. Um, so we got pretty far. Uh, but uh, just to kind of hop on what Chris said, Beat Saber was a huge hit with everybody. Mm. Um, everybody wanted to play it. Nobody wanted to stop playing it. Uh, it was a huge, huge hit. Um, just so much fun. And I love, even though I wish they were kind of one and the same, I love that they have individual, everyone can put their name in. Everyone can be on the local leaderboard. Uh, and that's just a lot of fun to go back and forth with. Uh, just so much fun. Um, I picked up Runner 3 and Yay! I didn't fall in love with it the way I did Runner 2. Oh, boo. I know. So I <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it didn't it didn't hook me the way I really wanted it to. Uh -huh. um, but that's okay. I'm sure it's still there and I still you don't have, have a it. list. What's that? You don't have a list for us? I don't have a list. No. no. And he put 20 hours in too. <laughs> Just flying by the seat of my pants here. <laughs> um I fully understand where Chris is coming from with Red Dead because that's where I was for the first few weeks with it. And Oh, wow, okay. Um so there's hope. There is hope. Uh, at some point, there wasn't uh, one moment that turned it, but now, for me being the story guy, and I love the story, and I love the storyline, and I like doing the story missions, I am doing everything I can to not do the story missions because I'm having so much fun doing everything else. Wow. And oh, wow. The opposite of Chris, I see that something is across the map. I'm like, oh my gosh. So much stuff is going to happen on the way. Oh, and really? So I get excited because someone might need this. Someone might need that. I might stumble upon a clue to the serial killer that I read about online, but don't want to look up the locations to because I want to be surprised. Um, and so I like the fact that everything takes so long just because there is so much to do between point A and point B. And it got to the point where I didn't have any other side missions on the map. It was only story missions. And I found myself, uh, I think I'm going to go into this town and just maybe I'll go play cards for a bit, or maybe I'll just walk around and, Oh, what's going on here? Look at, this is interesting. This is a weird little side story. And so just the discovery of everything I've fallen in love with and I'm in chapter three. Now, I think I said I was in five last week and I misspoke. I'm in chapter three, and I have been for the last two weeks. Oh my wow. gosh! And I'm wow. just loving this doing game is everything. Huge. It's so huge, and there's so much to do. And I found a new little town uh, this week, and just having a ton of fun, just doing everything I can to not further the story. Um, uh, and and not that I don't want to, uh, or the, not that I'm not enjoying it. I just am enjoying where I am. Uh, and so it's just been a lot of fun. The controls that I struggled with for so long, they finally, uh, I'm not having to think about them. Mm -hmm. And of all the games I've played where it took me a bit to get to the controls, this is definitely the game that took me the longest because they're not very natural feeling controls at all. 
Um, but I'm at the point now where I'm not thinking about it and not, oh yeah, that's right. I have to push this and then this, it's just kind of happening. Um, and so I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I got to play some Red Dead online today and the, uh, th there is a story mission or, or there are, uh, there's a story mode in the online version. Um, it's pretty short. I didn't play for, I played for maybe not quite four hours today. And I think I'm at 40% finished with the storyline. Um, I like doing the story missions uh, because they pair you up with three random people and you have to do this. You have to go rescue this person. So it's basically you and three other people against kind of like NPCs. And that's a lot of fun. Um, but it's everything in between that I hate. Um, really? <laughs> I know that GTA five, their online mode has a thing that you can set it. So you can't encounter any other actual online players. You can just do your thing. Hmm. Um, this doesn't have that. I'm hoping they will have it. It's still the beta, but, uh, it, uh, it got to the point where, uh, when the mission ends, you spawn, uh, they, they spawn you in a spot and people have learned that's where people spawn and they just sit there and kill you as you spawn. Uh, oh, and cool. so Man. it's the people that I don't like about the online part. Like I'd love the online part if it wasn't for the people. That's like real life. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it just How is the that same map? You're just running around the same map, but an online version of it. Or uh, it yeah, it's the same map, an online okay. version of it. Um, and it, it's to the point where I was uh, finishing a mission, and I haven't even—I hadn't even like my my person hadn't appeared on the screen yet. It was still kind of a black screen, and all of a sudden, it just went psh, dead. And I'm like, wait, what? What is going on? I didn't even see my person. Uh, and so I went to finish the game and I went into the menu to hop out. And while I was in the menu, it kicked me out because someone had murdered me. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to deal with people. I just want to do the story and get out. Yeah, right. And That's get so out. frustrating. So uh, once, I'm, once we have other people from the community in there and we can play with them, I'm sure it'll be more fun. But I probably, just like GTA 5, I probably won't spend much time in the online part of it until at least they can make it so I don't have to deal with random people murdering me everywhere. <laughs> have you dabbled? Funny. It's not, I don't know that it's in the online part, so sorry to go back to the story part, but have you mm -hmm. dabbled or, or gone off because you're doing a lot of off the beaten path stuff? Have you messed around with the hunting at all? Uh, I haven't done a lot of hunting just because I'm really bad at it. I've done a lot of fishing. Um, ah, okay. But uh, I, I, I'm trying to hunt as difficult as it is by roping animals and not by shooting them just to preserve the skins. It's super hard to do and I can't do it and I'm not that good at it. What do you mean by preserve? Like, is there some benefit to that or? What yeah, it? because if you get like a, if the skin is in perfect condition, you can craft certain items that if you shoot it or uh, if you, you know, there are holes in it, then it's not worth as much and you can't craft certain, gotcha. like you have to have a perfect skin to scat to craft a bigger satchel and that kind of thing. Gotcha. I so, will say that the, the hunting, all the little things that I was afraid that I had read about before that I was like, Oh, these are going to be such a pain point, like mm -hmm. having to eat and having to sleep and, and uh, the hunting and everything like that. 
they're actually, they're not very obtrusive at all. You don't really have to do the eating and sleeping and drinking stuff very often. Yeah. I've only taken yeah. one bath since I've been there. And actually, no, I, I, <laughs> I thought I was going to get to the point. I'm just kidding. I thought I was going to get <laughs> to the point. My yeah. Gross. Yeah. I thought I was going to get to the point where like people were like, oh my gosh, you know, making a big to do about that I smelled or something. And they didn't. I just went and did it because I was like, I want to see how the bath mechanic works. Mm-hmm. So I, those aren't nearly as obtrusive as I was afraid they were going to be. So that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. The hunting I've actually taken really taken gotten really taken to i've done it way more than probably anything else like if Mm -hmm. i'm riding on my horse and i see something i'll go track it down and i'll go and i end up going way off the beaten path doing that more than i do mission stuff yeah and one other thing that i forgot to mention on the positive side the dynamic weather is something that i will absolutely praise them for i feel like the dynamic weather in this game is better than any dynamic weather i've seen outside of maybe like a racing game Mm-hmm. any other right. like third person uh like story based game i feel like the dynamic dynamic weather is amazing in this game yeah that's really really good yeah yeah it's been a lot of fun i'm, I'm glad that it's kind of taken a turn for me and uh, i hope it does for me too man because i, I want to be there so bad yeah i've gotten to know some of the characters in the camp uh and, and you know things happen and then i'm like oh no and and uh so yeah uh, hopefully it'll it'll click for you but i definitely understand where you're at now chris because i was definitely there as well but um gotcha yeah it's been a it's been a good uh, you know it, i i'm enjoying it so much i haven't picked up the spider-man the second dlc yet uh so that's that's definitely yeah saying i've not something. played any of it yet either yeah, but, uh, yeah good good week for gaming a lot of a lot of family over a lot of laughs a lot of games and uh just a good good time with with gaming this week it's great man there you go router how are you liking red dead oh it's fantastic <laughs> back to you uh piper's topic of the week is christmas tree because we went and got our christmas tree as we do um the day after thanksgiving uh we had a great thanksgiving as well we were over at my in-laws and um so it was it was actually pretty low key. We just had a few friends over and uh, my parents were there and uh, it was just nice and relaxing. We ate a lot of food and uh, watched some football and it was it was a good time. Uh, Lauren took Black Friday off because she ended up having to work Saturday and Sunday. Um, so we went around and got some stuff to decorate the house. And of course, one of those is our was our tree. So we got our tree in the middle of that pouring rainstorm that we had on that Friday night. Yeah, we did. Um, so yeah, that was fun. But uh, we're it's up now, and and uh, it's just it's great. It's it's Christmas. Holy cow! I can't believe it. It's here. And um, so yeah, it's been it's been a good week. We um, now Piper's back into school, so we're getting back into homework and ballet and all that fun stuff. And so uh, so really, it's just trying to get get everything put together so that we can do this all again for Christmas. But it's, it's been good, but Lauren's been crazy at the store. So I've been trying to help out as much as I can with, uh, with taking Piper wherever she needs to go. And, and, um, and then on Monday, I'm like, man, I am just achy and I've got this head thing going on. Mm. And so like the past two days, it didn't lay me out. I I still functioned, but I, you just felt like garbage. It kind of felt like, it kind of felt like the flu, but I had my flu shot, so it wasn't like a full-on flu, but you're just achy, and um, so I just stayed home the other the other day and just wor- and worked from home and, and just was like, Rrr. I had a low-grade fever, but that was it, so it wasn't anything crazy, but I think I'm back now. Everything seems to be a little bit better. I apologize for any of the sniffles in this episode, but I'm still trying to get over that aspect of it, but um, so yeah, so that's what's going on there. On the gaming front for me, 
Uh, man, I am just as excited as Ed is with Redemption as I am with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Wow. I am Good. having so much fun with this game. I am like you, Ed. I'm I'm actually not trying to do a lot of the story mission, main story missions as well. Uh, I'm going to the message boards, grabbing all of the yep. missions that I can, and then going out and just wherever, whatever area I'm in, just plowing through as many of that stuff as possible, getting as much XP as possible. And just having so much fun, even like the bounty, the bounties that you, the bounty hunters that are out for you. I'm trying to to get them as well. And uh, it's man, it's there's just so much to this game, and I haven't even scratched the surface yet. So I'm yeah. super super excited. I will say this: I the one, I don't know if it's a confusing aspect of this or not, but I'll set it up because this is kind of how it is. I thought going into this that you are a Spartan warrior, right? Uh, it turns out you're kind of a mercenary. So back in those days, the Spartans and the Athenians hated each other. They were enemies. And so what you end up going to different places and some are Spartan ruled and then some are Athenian ruled and you do a bunch of missions and you kind of decrease the level of their, the stronghold and then you can do a big battle royale and then either one of them overtakes that area. But like, I feel like I need to be loyal to Sparta because I'm uh, my yeah, bloodline. Yeah, she ain't loyal to nobody. <laughs> exactly. My bloodline <laughs> is Spartan. And so I, I just, just for giggles, I looked it up this, this morning and everyone's like, oh no, man, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't affect the story or anything. Yeah. It so I, I was kind of like, it, it's, it's not disappointing, but I was kind of like, that might've been an area where you could have done something a little bit different where, you know, if you want Sparta to control all of it, then let them control all of it. But like, I'm in an area now, like I was in an area, defeated the Athenians. Okay, great. I feel good. Yay, Sparta. Way to go. Now I'm in a, a Spartan area. And now I basically, the Athenians can take over the Spartans now. And I'm like, okay, I guess, but I'm Spartan. So does that affect the story? And uh, clearly it doesn't. So so I'm just going to murder everybody and it'll be fantastic. There you go. Um, so I think I think that's what I'm doing right now. I'm um, trying to defeat this stupid boar. Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah, so that thing is that a boar. pain in the butt. Real oh. quick, I'll just say save yourself some headache and wait till you reach like really high level and then just go take them out. Well, I'm at level 18 now and the boar's at level 16 and it's still whooping me. I mean, it's yeah. a legend, it's a legendary animal, so it's doesn't like it's just one of those things. So, I've yeah. got some ideas. I did some looking up on it cuz I just got slaughtered for like the past 45 minutes. So, I uh I didn't go back and kill any of mine until I was level 50. Really? really? Nice. I tried to lure a mercenary there and it killed the mercenary for me, but then it killed Ooh, yeah. me too. Actually, Ooh, okay. I'll take that back. I killed there's one or two that you'll run into that are doable. It, I mean, I was probably in my third in the thirties somewhere around there, but like the boar particularly, because that was one of the more difficult ones. No, it's, I didn't yeah. go back till fifty, and there's there's actually more than one boar. So, oh yeah, yeah. So I I've looked it up, and it's definitely they say it's definitely one of the the more difficult yeah. yeah boss battles for for the legendary animals. So mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right now. But I'm I'm gonna try and persevere and try and get this thing. And if I don't within the next. 30 to 45 minutes of playing again, I'll just move on to something else. But man, just having so much fun with this game. I'm just all in doing as many side missions as I can and just having a ball. Yeah, and the so, DLC is around the corner too, which I, I know you you wouldn't mess with that until you get finished with the story, but I'm excited about that dropping and seeing how it it's going to be. I, I might pick it up somewhere around Christmas because I'm sure I'll get some gift cards or something. Yeah, I mean, I went I went out to do some naval stuff and then I'm like, 
you know what? I want to go back and just keep going. I felt mm-hmm. like I've missed some things. So I just went right back. And, uh, and so I haven't even touched a lot of the naval stuff either, but I am like recruiting people. And I love that you can do that again. You can recruit people for, to join your crew. You start upgrading mm-hmm. your ship. It's just black flag all over again. And I love that. And so, um, so I'm excited to do that. But right now I'm just on land and just apparently able to slaughter anybody I choose, which is great. So, um, so that's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm super happy and proud of Ubisoft for what they've done with this franchise. I think they've taken this, um, they, they've, they've turned a corner here and, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. So that is it for me. There you nice. go. I like it. Um, yep. Thanksgiving. Check. Check. Um, and uh, gaming-wise, <laughs> yeah. gaming um, you know, it's funny. I haven't been playing anything much. Like, I, So I bought Speedrunners last week, that game mm-hmm. I was telling you guys about on Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a story mode to it. And so I, um, there's multiplayer, there's story, then there's like, you know, Obviously, you can just play solo, no story uh, against the computer on, you know, hard or medium or whatever. Um, But I I haven't been wanting to play anything because I'm saving it all for my stream this weekend. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that's right. Extra life. Extra life, baby. 2018. When do you uh, start again? Which day? I'm starting Friday night. That's right. uh, I think it was going to be nine o'clock. I think it's going to be 930 because Jenny wants to go to the tree lighting Oh yeah, that's mm. downtown Franklin, baby. Downtown Franklin. I mean, I feel her and everything, but it's been like twenty three degrees out, and so <laughs> yeah, it's been chilly. I don't know if I'm trying to see it lit up that I, I just see it, you know, the next day in the car. You know what I mean? Right. Get, that's when true. it's not packed down there. So we'll see how that goes. If it's too cold, I'm gonna try to talk her into just staying, and then. Uh, so I don't know. Be looking on the Twitter, and, blame the and, children, and the Facebook, and the Discord. I'll be throwing it out there all over the place saying uh, when I'm starting and everything like that. So this week I did a couple test streams and test recordings and uh, got in and played Overwatch with Lim and the guys and uh, did a little bit of that last night just to get everything, make sure it's going to be working because, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the whole point. I can't just (laughs) be on the podcast next week like I played 24 hours, so nobody donated. It was the weirdest thing. So um, (laughs) I want to... get that going. So on the docket is what I, this is what I'm thinking I'm doing. Uh, since I'm starting late at night, well, not late, but you know, nine 30 ish. I think I'm going to start out with some speed runners uh, and play that and play through the story. Cause the music's so fun and it's, you know, kind of intense and oh, see nice. how long that takes me. I'm thinking about picking up battlefield five and doing the campaign. Mm, not sure. I talked about this, I think last week too. So, uh, Hitman 2 and then I bought Jackbox Party Pack 5 um, we'll see if Jenny makes her way out here and, and see if we do some uh, Dr. Mario so nice we'll see I've got I've got plans but I don't have any solid plans mm-hmm. they just all kind of floated because kind of like Ed like you just never know like if enough people come by and Jackbox is going good you can look up and have played it for 13 hours right yeah. and so uh I, but I just thought if I started with Speedrunner and maybe Hitman, you know, in the late, late nights, that first night when probably nobody's going to be there, I'm going to be there by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I need to be doing anything interactive. And then, you know, if I'm really falling asleep or whatever, then, you know, I might hop on Overwatch and 
try to get some people to play or do some Call of Duty or something like that. Hit us up, brother, for Overwatch. Which definitely. I am getting ruined in Call of Duty. It is. It feels so different to me than World War II did. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to do the blackout, which is fine. I've got a couple uh, top three finishes today. I would have won today before the podcast, but I looked at the wrong thing. So up in the right corners where they tell you like where how many people are left and how many people you've killed. But if you kill someone, they can um, well, they spectate you. And so I had killed someone and up in the corner, it said one. Everything scoots, scoots over and there was a one there. And I was like, oh, snap, it's just down to me and this guy. So I focused all my firepower on this one guy thinking it was just me and him left, oh, which man. it would have said two. Um, I just didn't notice mm. in the heat of the battle, you know, the circles get really small. My mm. heart's beating really hard. He's down in the grass trying to hide. I can see him and I've got like a, a great scope. So I'm just like picking him apart. Pink, pink, pink. I was like, I'm about to freaking win this thing. Next thing I know, it's like <laughs> from like this oh, from the no side, wow. somebody I didn't even see. And so uh, the spectate thing threw me off. Not saying I would have won, but um, I thought I was about you were to close. Win. Yeah, you had I was a good close. shot at it. I had a really good shot at it. I was definitely going to take that guy out. Um, mm. But the guy flanked me and I didn't see the other guy coming. So, um, but that's still, it's just fun. It's challenging. There's been plenty of times where you drop in and get killed right away and you're like, why am I even playing this? It takes like a whole nother minute and a half to get back in the game and, and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, it's fun. And I'm trying to learn the, you know, all the little things, the, you know, the gear that you can get and the guns that I like and stuff like that. So, you know, it'll be a, a slow roll. I think just coming off of World War II where I knew everything already and it's a little bit more simplified because World War II, um, you know, it's not as taking in as much as advanced warfare or infinite warfare, but it's just, you know, going from World War II to this is just a little bit of a jump. So, yeah. How much do you play like Blackout versus traditional, like the traditional multiplayer I've stuff? I've pretty much only been playing Blackout. And then oh, yeah? I've jumped. So I'm only like level eight or something like that on re on regular. Gotcha. And, oh, wow. so, and then I'm even a lower level on Blackout because it's so hard to play. You don't level up half as much. You know, if, if you drop mm -hmm. in and say you're around for the whole game and get killed, but you haven't killed anybody, you don't get any points for that. You know what I'm saying? You don't get any points for just lasting. Mm. Um, so the grind is is real when it comes to that thing. But but on the blackout side, like, what do you really get for leveling up? Like in traditional multiplayer, you unlock weapons, but in blackout, like you just get you. They're yeah, all unlocked. Just, and you just can find them, right? And and things like that. Okay. And different emotes and gotcha. Uh, whatnot. So you know, nothing crazy, but you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. mind altering um so yeah just been doing that and i'm I'm kind of sad that i'm not doing red dead or assassin's creed and um i feel like i'm missing out on the new 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 stuff um but you know i don't know we might see if 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 for some reason the stream gets real sleepy this weekend maybe i'll buy you know spider-man's dlc and and play that or something like that so i don't know nice you could hey, probably man, get red dead on love, like bro. a red box or something i'm sorry you could probably get Red Dead on, a, on like on the Red Box. Yeah, you, but it's probably not going to be worth it with how slow everybody said it is. You know, what well, I, mean? I mean, it's uh, if it well, takes twenty hours to get into it, and y'all know, you know, my gaming thing comes in like spurts of two and three hours at the most. Yeah, but kind of like with Ed, like you're real story focused guy, and I mean, the whole first, uh, I don't chapter one for sure is mostly story related stuff. Is you yeah. don't even really open up into the open world stuff until chapter two. Oh, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. It, it might like totally be in your wheelhouse, you know? Yeah, chapter mm -hmm. one's pretty linear. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I like, I'm kind of like you, um, Chris. I think that me and you both like just being involved in the thing that's going on. Yeah. And I think that's probably what's, you know, I, I know you said you ran out of games, but I think that's another push for me to want to play is because I'm like, man, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody I talk to right now, and this is mm-hmm. what sucks about having a video game podcast. You can say, hey, I have a video game podcast and people right now either ask me if I play Fortnite, which I don't, or mm-hmm. if I'm playing Red Dead Redemption. And so that's, <laughs> that's all there. And so I'm saying no to both <laughs> and I hate that. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like, well, why do you have a podcast if you're not playing like the hottest things that are out? I'm like, yeah, but I played like God of War and Spider Man, and I'm playing Call it's of Duty. Like, where right were now. you in the fall? And early this, <laughs> yeah, exactly. earlier this year. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, nothing too exciting going on here. Jenny goes out of town next week, so I'll be with all the chitlins. Oh wow! And uh, I'm still bummed that we're gonna be heading back before she arrives. I know. It's so cool to swoop by there and be like, hey, what's up, Jenny? I know. And apparently, it's gonna be really great because it's gonna be like half the vendors. And so they feel really special that they got asked because mm-hmm. usually there's like 90 vendors. And I think this time it's going to be 40. Oh, they wow. parsed it all the way down and did it by invite. Nice. And so well you done, know, they got invited back. And so that's always fun. And it's going to be Christmas and it's not going to be blazing hot. So I so wish you guys could be there because I, I know she would love to see a friendly face. Yeah, me too. Damn. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's about that's about it for me. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Yeah. Well done, man. Mm hmm. Um, well, uh, Tim Router. Yes. You got it? I do. Well, let's do it! Alright, new releases this week. We got Darksiders 3 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Woo. We have This War of Mine Complete Edition for the Ooh. Switch. Ah, I played a little bit of that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved for the Switch. I feel like that's like Ark is everywhere for the past couple of weeks. Uh, Asterix and Obelix Triple XL2 for the PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Okay. Ride 3 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures for the Switch. I used to love we that had- game. Really? I used to play the crap out of Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> is that right? It's oh available my on the Switch. Gosh. Nope. Is that the one where you build roller coasters? You build a theme park. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And you try to like get the pricing to where people are flooding in the gates and then, you know, getting rides that people want to come to. I don't know uh-huh. why, but like that and there was like a lemonade stand game way, way back in the day. It might have been like a flash game or something that I used to love to play. I don't know. What why. did you play the roller coaster tycoon on? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I want to say PC. Gotcha. Nice. Years and years ago. I'm talking about, I don't even know when it was, but it was a long time ago. It was okay, Roller Coaster okay. Tycoon 2, I think. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have one oops at Aaron J. Bonner. During the MPD sales segment, Gabe said that the Super Mario Party came out in November. Oh, this gosh. Is wrong. Yeah, I was so it wrong about that. It actually came out on October 5th. I thought that because the bundle, the yes, bundle came out in November, and that's what I went and bought. And so it made me think. And they were doing every, all you. the, I know, how dare me. And they were doing all the pushing for Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go uh, Pikachu at the time, which was just oh, about to yeah. drop. So it just made me think it was a new game. Yeah, I was all good, definitely brother. wrong about that. That's why we got oops. That's it's right, baby. Good. That's right. And uh, that's it for me. Back to you guys. Chris McCracken. Yes. Tell me something good. Bow, bow. Bow, bow.
I don't know how good this will be, but here we go. All right. So Bethesda finally kind of addressed oh, the whole oh, boy. Man. complaining that people have been doing with Fallout 76. <laughs> uh, so they put out a statement and they said, quote, we know you're frustrated and angry at the state of things right now, whether it's mm. issues you're running into with the game or lack of communication about fixes, updates, or other news. We didn't want you to think that the silence meant that nothing was happening. We're sorry and we understand that's uh, uh, we understand this was not right, the right approach, and that we will work to make things better to bridge a gap between you and the developers on the at the Bethesda Game Studios team. Basically, they said that, look, we're going to have two patches that we're coming out with. The first patch is going to release on December 4th, and it's going to in, increase the stash limit, which apparently is a major source of frustration for a lot of the people out there. It's going to go from 400 to 600. That limit is set to possibly increase later on, but they are only doing this small amount right now because they want to make sure that it's not going to affect server performance. And then they're going to be focusing on other things like little bug fixes and patches to the loot tables, including guaranteeing two to three items off of bosses. Apparently that not sometimes you could kill a boss maybe and nothing would drop from it. Um, mm. So they're kind of adjusting that kind of thing. And then they're going to have a second patch that comes out December 11th. And that's going to have some some other quality of life changes. And on the PC side, they're going to be adding push to talk for voice chat, as well as 21 by 9 resolution support and field of view settings. And then more stuff is going to be coming. So basically, they were just coming out and saying, look, our bad for being so quiet on this. We're actually doing a lot of stuff. And here's, they like I said, they were detailing the first two patches to kind of let you know that they actually are working on things and that they're going to do their best to be more communicative going forward. Hmm. So I'm... I, I will say that there are a few people in our community that I have been come out and said like, yo, hey, I just did it again. <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Man, I gotta, oh, I'm used to so you weird. using it, Chris. Huh? I'm used to you using it. I feel like you throw it in there every once in a while. Do I? Yeah. And maybe I yeah. just didn't notice. And I, I don't know why. I just I do know that I've listened to a few podcasts lately that use it a lot. And I'm like, man, it just totally rubbed off on me. But anyways, I, I think this is, jeez, I, I, I totally lost my train of thought. You were at yo. People in the community. Yes, people in the community. Oh yeah, there are a few people in the community that are saying this game is a lot of fun. You should jump in now and play with us, kind of thing. So there's huh. definitely people out there that are really enjoying their time with it, and maybe they're yeah. not, either not running into the bugs or they're not a big enough deal to like like put a damper on their their enjoyment of it. And it, it seems like one thing that I haven't heard very much of is I haven't heard of people really having a lot of trouble with griefing, kind of like what Ed was having experiencing in Red Dead. I haven't heard mm -hmm. hard, I haven't heard any of that, honestly. So maybe it's because there's so few people in there that they're all just being really cool with each other. I don't know. Yeah. But I do love Bethesda's transparency right now that they're like, look, we get we know. We know there's issues. We're we're trying to get it fixed. Like I've always felt like they've they've been fairly connected with their with the gaming community, which I like. And that's great. But I mean, they still gotta they still gotta make some changes here. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because I have no interest to play the game unless I got yeah, in on the beta or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but um, it's so crazy to see like the high from the announcement, and maybe that was yeah. just us, or maybe that was just me, into nope. the game being played and people being like, "Oh my god, this sucks! What the heck, man? This is like a zombie town. I can't stop. I want my money back." You know, people throwing over you know stuff in GameStop, and so it's just it's just so weird. Like being on the outside looking in, you're like, "It's." It's that bad? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Well, and I was talking to a guy who was playing it, and he was saying, look, they came out and said, this is what the game's going to be, but people wanted it to be something else. Mm -hmm. 
And oh, when it man. wasn't, they were like, this isn't. And they were like, but this, we told you, this is what the game's going to be. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you know, and kind of like Chris said, I haven't run into anyone who's playing it that's mad at it. They, they seem to be having a good time. So I, I don't know if it's just the internet, you know, the internet, you know, that gets, that's what grabs the headlines is something angry, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah. Well, I have seen a lot of things posted on, on online and I don't know, just mean like comments. I mean like, you know, screenshots or video clips and all this of lots of really buggy, really game breaking type things happening. The really? t- it's the type of stuff that does feel like, look, and this has been said by some other people already, but it, it really does feel like this should have been a, a early access like what launched right now, not like a full $60 oh, really? game. It feels oh, like this right. should have been kind of like with PUBG, how it was like it was early access for a year or whatever. I don't know if it needed to be a year, but it feels like that's what this should be right now based on it's that buggy from again, and not having played it, but on all the stuff that I've seen about it. And I, I'm not, I'm staying away from the people who are just like, Oh my gosh, this game's so broken and busted. Like I'm not paying attention to that. I'm paying more right. attention to the ones where they're showing like, here's the evidence of the things that I'm running into. And there's a lot of it going on (laughs) and so and i totally agree that there's definitely the people that are like well hey but this isn't the kind of fallout i wanted i wanted the vats where time slows down not this where it's real real time and i don't i liked my npcs and everything i i feel like after e3 i kind of was different than you gabe i feel like all the fallout people which i've never been a fallout person but a lot of them were like hey you know i'm not really sure i mean i'm gonna be i'm gonna give this a shot but i'm not really sure because it sounds like it's not gonna be the fallout i want I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be the the but I was expecting there to be bugs because there's always Bethesda jank to some extent. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting to have so many. It, it seems like there's a legit case to be made that it's a broken, a busted game, and they're working quickly yeah. to fix it. It doesn't feel like it. People are getting their sixty dollars out of this game. Right. So I, I feel I'm I'm okay with them complaining about like man this game looks like it's in bad shape. But as you said. There's always the people that go way overboard because the internet's the internet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to you know weed through it and find out what's an actual grievance and what's just people being you know a pain. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Sad. Makes me sad. Yeah. This makes me happy though. Woo. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they've done a lot of movies together. Uh, Super bad. Pineapple Express. Uh, this is the end, the interview, childhood friends from Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they're producing a show about the um, the book that was written by Blake J. Harris uh, called Console Wars, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle That Defined a Generation. Mm-hmm. And I love that this is coming because I don't read books, number one. And so, <laughs> I, but, and I love video games. So the fact that they're about, to, they're going to cover Sega and Nintendo in their heyday is just going to be so great to watch and so nostalgic. Um, they actually, I didn't know this, they actually wrote the introduction to the paperback edition of the book uh, back in 2014. Oh, wow. And then, I don't know how to say his first dash, but uh, Jordan Vote roberts the guy Close. that me and uh, Chris got to see interview yeah. Kojima, he's going to be producing, he's going to be directing the pilot. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I nice. think that's really cool because he obviously loves video games and is a guy who steeps himself in that culture. I think and he's actually going to be directing every episode. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, but there's no, I haven't found any word on how many episodes it's going to be or even where it's going to air or anything. Have you seen anything? I haven't. About that? I don't even know where it's going to air. I don't know if it's going to be HBO. I don't know if it's going to be Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know either. either. But they originally I, said that the that they were trying to make it a movie, and then somewhere along the process, they changed it to where it was going to be a series, and it was going to be 
I think Seth was going to do the directing. And then that's when they, when they change it to mm. a series, they're like, Hey, we're still involved, but we're going to bring on Jordan to do the handle, the directing side. And we're going to be executive producers on it. I love it. I say so bring I. it on and I'll be binging that thing. Yeah. And I don't even watch TV yeah, right now. Awesome. Like I haven't watched a show since like the second season of this is us. And so I'm excited just to have something to watch. And I know I could mm-hmm. be watching something, but I'm not. So super Do you know when they're going to start shooting it or if they have that, that I don't know either. Yeah. I, don't, I think it's just still in the, uh, Sta- alpha planning phases. stages. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, but Hey, come back to married to the games and we will tell you what is coming out. Yeah. Yeah. When we hear something, we'll you'll hear something. It. We'll be here. Uh, what else you got, Chris? So I'm going to stick with some more Bethesda-esque news, but this is good Bethesda-esque news. Oh, cool. Okay. So, um, so there is a lady that's on YouTube, and I think she may stream as well on Twitch. Her name is Shirley Curry. She's oh, been, the grandma? Yeah, the yeah, 82-year-old yeah. that plays a ton of Skyrim. On yep. her channel, she calls her subscribers her grandchildren. She says, hello, grandchildren, and then she goes off on their next quest in the game. Well, a Reddit user named Phantom Scribbler has basically started this campaign to make it to where she will be a character, some type of NPC in the next uh, Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> it's so oh, cool. that's perfect. So basically what kind happen. of brought this on is that um, they Bethesda PR had come out and basically said, look, Elder Scrolls 6 may still be several years away from release. You know, there's no real timetable, everything like that. And she had made a comment about... She said specifically, quote, well, I guess that puts the nail in my coffin, literally. She says, when Skyrim 6 comes out, I'll probably be 88 or older, so I probably won't get to play this game. Oh, geez. That's I know. Well, it's just kind of morbid, but at the it's same time, morbid. it's like, so Phantom Scribbler's like, hey, so he started this campaign to, and reached out to Bethesda, and they, they're, you know, like a lot of people do online, they started a petition, but everything. But then on on uh, Reddit, they has like 9,000 upvotes just on this comment. And then the, the petition's got 3,500 signatures. And Bethesda's actually done this before because there was, when Elder Scrolls, uh, I think it was, I think it was in Skyrim, there was a person who was a big fan of Elder Scrolls back then. And then he died like of terminal cancer beforehand. And they immortalized him in the game. He became a character so called dope. Eric Imok the Slayer. Mm. And so there's kind of this guy was like, Hey, you guys have done this once. Let's, let's go ahead and do this again. Like hopefully she's still here and able to actually play the game and see her own character model inside. I know. Right. I thought that was just really cool that it's nice to see a community coming around, like something like that for good to try to push things on a game developer and like, Hey, can you make this thing? Because this would be really awesome. Not like, Hey, fix this thing that doesn't work the way that I absolutely wanted to. And this thing over here is broken and blah, 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 that kinds of stuff. It's, it's more of a positive petitioning. Yeah nice and she's a lot of fun if you if you don't subscribe i mean subscribe to her on youtube and just watch a couple of her videos she's a totally sweet lady i i think she's just awesome yeah i love that people like see the internet can do good yeah it, it just chooses not to a lot right all right <laughs> when it wants to yes i there's a anyway i can't talk about it because i don't want it to be a spoiler for wreck it ralph anyway um this made me feel old kind of uh Uh-oh. two things turned 20 this week. Uh one being Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Really? Wow. And the other was the Japanese release of the Dreamcast. Turned oh. uh 20 this year. It's it's 19 in North America. It came out on 9999. Mm. Uh but in Japan it came out in February of uh sorry, November of 1998. 
Wow. And you guys know me. I did Shinmu Saturdays for the first Shinmu. And yeah, you did. I absolutely loved the Dreamcast. It was uh, discontinued <laughs> two years after it came out in North America. But I thought it was just so ahead of its time. And like many things that are from the future, we just weren't ready for it yet. And um, they came up, the graphics and everything was, was so crazy. The controller was crazy. The fact that there was a memory card that had a screen on it that you could take away from the console and play little mini games on. Like, I just think they packed so much into this. And the fact that it died out so quickly is just so sad. But it, it just shows you that uh, just because something's amazing doesn't mean it works. You know what I mean? And how much the PR department and uh, really has to do with things. And then how big a deal PlayStation was at the time. Um, yeah. Sega always was up against Nintendo and Nintendo and Sega battled it, battled it out for a long time until uh, PlayStation got on the scene. And then the PlayStation two just wrecked shop and uh, was just crazy. So, and so was also was the Sega, you said the Saturn, right? Yeah, no, this is the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast. Was it like a real high price compared to the other ones at the, at the time? I don't remember the pricing at all for it. Or was it pretty know. reasonable? Like the, the price was, at all? I just think it was so different. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't think people really knew what to do with it. And Sega's name because of the Saturn, I don't, it was, mm. I think on the decline. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, poor Sega. Cause you know, now that we know the end of the story, it's kind of like watching Titanic. Like when we watch this thing <laughs> with Seth Rogen and them, obviously you're going to know who won at the end of the day. Nintendo won. Um, but uh, the Sega Saturn was just, yeah, I don't know. To me, it was just the most incredible. It's it, it's nice. right up there with the SNES for me as one of my favorite consoles. It probably goes like SNES and then PlayStation 2 and Dreamcast probably fight for second, second and third. So anyway, happy birthday, Dreamcast. I love you, even if nobody else did. Aww. I got that mama kind of love for you. I, th I, I think you're handsome, even though everybody else thinks <laughs> You're ugly. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, speaking of, sorry, just for the season, I want to mention mm -hmm. this in my weekend update. If you can, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Just shake your UPS man's hand or your FedEx guy's oh, hand heck yeah, man. and say thank Absolutely. you. These jokers are working really hard right now, and it's getting dark TJ? and cold so early. Yeah, TJ's yes. my guy, too. I so, love uh, nice. just tell them thank you when they drop it off next time. Just like look in the eye for a minute and be like, thank you. I know this time of year is hard. Let's spread a little love to these guys. Oh, I forgot to say in my update, speaking of men who come to your house, our Orkin man came today. Our bug man who hates, uh, you know, I've Streamers talked about him before, who hates that we play games at the house. That's uh -huh. right. And it was a different guy. And he said, oh, your regular guy is gone. Ooh. And he came in and he and I was streaming and he said, What are you playing? I said, Red Dead. He goes, Oh, I'm a Twitch streamer too. No way. <laughs> nice. I was like, uh, what a I love events. our new Bugman. That's serendipitous. <laughs> right. I, I love that. that so much. Yeah. I was like, what do you play? He's like, I play Overwatch. Who's your main? I play Hanzo. What? That's amazing. I can't play him. I'm he so plays impressed. Hanzo? Yeah. Wow. wow. That's crazy. So that was fun. I love that. That happened to me today too. The guy that like that I kind of attached onto when I was first building my shed. Uh -huh. um, his name is Josh. And I was like, man, will you help me just like, he's a contractor, so in, I've known him for years. And today I was over at Toby's house for a meeting and he was there doing some work on Toby's house. And he goes, hey, do, do you play video games? And I was like, 
<laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, and he was like, oh man, he was like, I've been huge into Black Ops 4 right now. And I was like, oh, holla at your boy, man. So we exchanged uh, gamer tags That's today. Awesome. awesome, I love that. Yeah, Love that. Love it, love it. Chris McCracken, what else you got, bruv? So we're going to keep the positivity train rolling here. And an nice. eight, eight-year-old boy named Connor drew up what he thought of as his dream character skin for Fortnite. Oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> and it was yeah. a chicken, essentially, and he named it the Chicken Trooper, and he carried an axe and a rucksack full of chicken nuggets around with him. <laughs> and That's amazing. his dad took a picture of it and posted it on Reddit, <laughs> and it got like something crazy, like 40,000 upvotes. And it turns out that uh, Fortnite's actually making the skin and putting it in the game. It's amazing. And they're going to call it the Tender Defender. So it's a slightly different name. And I don't know if it's actually in the game yet or if it's just in a preview build that's coming out later on. Yeah, because it sounds like the kids version was like a cannibal. Well, yeah, you know what? Now that you think about it. Now that you think about it. Yeah, that kind of. Yowzers. Yeah, I like I, I like Tinder Defender better. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't play Fortnite. But if I did, I would like to have me a Tinder Defender skin. I think it yeah. looks kind of fun. That's awesome. That's I really that. cool. I love that. I love that. Um, so it looks like the United States Federal Trade Commission mm-hmm. is going to be looking into this old loot box business. Yeah. for uh, America, mm-hmm. North America, the United States of America. Yes, U- U.S. Senator Maggie Hassan. From New Hampshire. Why are you who, hassling me? Is who Dad Joe? <laughs> exactly. Um is who, Maggie. Yeah. Maggie Hasslin uh from New Hampshire. Uh is kind of who sparked this thing up and and said, uh, you know, asked uh, the chairman, Joe Simmons, if he would investigate loot boxes. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, other, we've heard other countries kind of have a kerfluffle with this and tying it to child gambling, which feels very different for me. But I, yeah. I, as somebody who who likes to gamble, like uh, loot boxes don't feel anything like that to me. But I can understand right. if you only played slots, maybe a loot box would feel like slots. So yeah, that, and slots is gambling. So hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know. Hopefully the kibosh doesn't get fully put on down on it. But I just hate that whenever I see an article about this type of the subject, and most of the time they don't mention Overwatch, but they always it's use always a picture, picture of the Overwatch loot box. Why is that? Yeah. You can't. I mean, and you can pay for Overwatch loot boxes, right? You can, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, Ed, I was just about to say that, but ugh, I hate that. I hate that. And, and yeah. a lot of times they don't even mention Overwatch in the article, but it's no. like, oh man, come so on. That's not the problem. Ah. Um, what else you got, Christopher? Uh, I, I am out. I had the, 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 whatever it is, the console war story too. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, I, I, I shouldn't bring this up, but I'm just gonna. I guess that they found a, let's see, who found this? Tectastic found a patent that Sony is doing mm-hmm. that for a game cartridge. Yeah. And people are tripping. They're like, oh, what's this for? Is this supposed to be for a new portable handheld thing? Because Sony did kind of mention, like, we need to get back in that game, even though the last two haven't gone great. They didn't go bad. They just didn't go great. 
Um, and so, you know, we'll see. But the patent does describe the item as an electronic game cartridge. And people are trying to tie it to the PS5, even though we haven't heard anything about the PS5. Um, I don't love the idea of a cartridge, but maybe because of the way that memory is gone, it's easier to do cartridges nowadays because more memory can go on them than a Bluetooth uh, CD or whatever you want to call it, uh, mm. a Blu-ray disc. Um, I want to believe that, and I don't think this is true because they've said they weren't going to do this, but I want to believe that it's going to go be connected to the PlayStation Classic um, because there's a uh, port on the back of the PlayStation Classic that no, nobody knows what it's supposed to do and because it's just getting railed so hard right now, man. The, people are hating on this PlayStation Classic so hard. Really? Just mm. from the interface to some of the games being at like 50 hertz and all this. You know, people like to complain, but uh, I think it's hard because I think people are feeling like PlayStation just did it real quick. Like, oh, us too. Yeah. Um, kind of oh, thing. Right. And so I want to believe, even though they said they weren't going to sell more games, I want to believe that there's going to be like, other little packs that you can buy that mm -hmm. you can plug into the back of this uh, PlayStation Classic and mm -hmm. play more games. I think that would be great. Yeah. Um, you said you're out? Yes. One more thing. If you have somebody who loves Microsoft um, or Fallout, this Friday, the day that this podcast comes out, Microsoft is going to be offering Fallout and Xbox onesies. This Friday, we've talked mm. about onesies before on the show. I almost bought one for Chris um, because he thought it was ridiculous mm. and it thought it would just <laughs> been funny. Um, but they have some pictures out a uh, black onesie with the Xbox logo or blue onesies with the Xbox logo, kind of like Fallout blue. Uh, so Is the Xbox logo in yellow? It's in white. Mm. And they have a mm. pocket like big enough for the controller. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I always kind of shook my head at onesies and then people on the road started buying them and they literally look like the most comfortable thing ever. So um, I'm not <laughs> saying I want one, don't send one to me, but uh, I can see it being Too late. A, a <laughs> 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 bought and mailed. Uh, so I could see it being very comfortable. The last thing I had was that Nintendo, the Nintendo switch became the best selling Nintendo console ever during the Thanksgiving holiday. The five days. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the, I guess they call it a five-day uh, period from uh, a little before Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday. And so the Switch, uh, they haven't released, released the exact numbers yet, but it has just, like, sold bonkers. And Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pokemon have already topped 1.5 million units in the U.S. in less than two weeks. And wow. Super Mario Party, coming out last month, has topped a million units. Um, so that's just crazy. And we know that back, mm -hmm. we know that the switch obviously has been murdering the Wii U. The Wii U sold 13 million, mm -hmm. uh, units worldwide while back in October, the switch had already passed 22 million consoles worldwide. <clears throat> I think a little bit over eight of those being in the continental U S so, or the United States of America. So are you thinking about giving the, uh, the Pokemon Eevee and Pichu, Pikachu, Man. whatever it all try? You know, I don't want to, uh -huh. but Amara saw the commercial. Oh, yeah. And oh, right. she really wants to play it. So oh. I don't know. I mean, we're still going on Pokemon Quest, so I, mm -hmm. I don't exactly know what's going to happen, but I could see it happening. 
Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I'm interested to see, you know, what you think if you do pick it up, even if it's mainly for her. I mean, I'm sure you'll dabble with it. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. I wish we were still doing Pokemon Go because it looks like that's the one of the really fun things is that they intermingle so well together. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not doing that. So we'll see. We'll see. Eduardo. Mm. Yes, sir. We got some free games in December, don't we? We sure do. Can we? Can you tell us about them? I'll do that, too. Okay. Uh, over on the Xbox, we've got, uh, I don't know, is it pronounced Cube? Q-U-B-E? I would think. For the month of December. Okay. Uh, also from December 16th to January 15th, a game called Never Alone. Yes. For the first half of December, from the first through the, through the 15th, Dragon Age 2. Oh, okay. And on the 16th through the 31st, you can pick up Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. All right, I think I've heard Playground of one of those of games. Destruction. Let's make it a throwback. <laughs> Over on the uh, PlayStation side, uh, for the month of December, you've got Soma and mm-hmm. a game called Onrush. All right. Uh, <laughs> car game, right? Or something like that? I don't know what it is, man. Okay. Yeah, some kind of car or something or other. <laughs> asking too many questions here. Yeah, don't, don't ask details. <laughs> <laughs> I just have I just have my list and nothing more. Yeah. Uh we also got a game called Steridon. Okay. And a game called Steinsgate. Yes. And uh, uh available on the PS Vita, cross by with PS4, Iconoclasts and Papers, please. I wanted oh. to pay, pay, play Papers, please, but that I've one's not Papers, please. Great. Yes, that one's not crossed by though. I really it's want not? to do that one. That was just on the Vita, I think, yeah. Well, Red Dead Redemption 2 is still available, everybody, <laughs> so you might want to pick that Man, up. They, <laughs> they mailed it in for this. I'm <laughs> telling you, seriously. They, both they these jokers are care. on vacation. Thanks for the lumps like, of right, coal. We're out. Yeah, yep. that, was a, that was a hat full of names of all terrible games. They're like, right. well, they're not going to get a good one out of here. I feel like I heard good things about Onrush in the past, but I never looked into it. So I don't, oh, know, that's good. Okay. I don't know for there sure if it's any good or not, but I feel like I people are excited. About Anything it. on the YouTube channel? Yeah, on the YouTube channel, we've got uh, four hours of Red Dead Online, so you can kind of get a feel for what that game is about. And, and how uh, terrible the people are. And how terrible the people are. Sweet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I, I thought for sure going into it, I would be immediately murdered. Uh, and it, I played for about an hour until the murdering of Eduardo began, and then it just didn't stop. There you go. <laughs> hmm. I like it. There well, you go. every week we ask you guys a question. Thanks, Ed. You're welcome. Last week was no different. We said you're traveling for the holidays and you don't have your console with you. What board or table games are you grabbing to play with your friends and family? Starting over on Twitter, we've got Mr. J at <laughs> Daniel J74012867. <laughs> he said, I just recently purchased Monopoly the Fortnite edition. It's what? so much fun. Me and my boys spend hours playing where they even forget that their consoles are in the next room. Definitely worth the money since it brings our love of gaming on a game on a gaming board for us to enjoy. It must not be Monopoly. <laughs> it is. I saw it at Target. <laughs> Jenny goes, oh, look, Monopoly Fortnite edition. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nerdish, a deck of cards. My family... Uh, my family, we get down yeah. with spades. Many mm-hmm. families. Ooh, yeah, I nice. love spades. Oh my gosh. 
Many families, many family fights have started when a card gets cut unexpected. Or dominoes, not a board game, but still fun. As for board games, Monopoly. Nothing like landing on a property what? with houses or hotels. Come on, D-Spin. But that Monopoly, baby, that's two for two. I think we're being trolled with all these Monopoly answers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way more than one person enjoys that game. Go uh, <laughs> contraire, mon friend. <laughs> exactly. At Rive underscore fresh. The Switch usually goes on the road with us, but... If in the rare occasion we can get the family we are visiting to play games, we play Heads Up or Space Team Ooh. on our phones. Ooh, Ooh nice. Both like those heads up. are good games. Space Team is good, too. I don't know that one. Space yeah, Team is kind of like um, uh, where it'll say everybody's screen will say something different. You connect Bluetooth and you're trying to not have the, the ship crash. So you have to like, you oh, know, wow. turn on the phalangelator and you're having to like look right. for the phalangelator. Oh, that's They're pretty like, cool. Who's got the phalangelator? It's really fun. Over on Facebook, we got uh, Darius Stewart Tonk. Most black families know about this, LOL. So tonk. here's what, yeah, here's what's funny. We grew up calling it Tunk, T-U-N-K. And so when he was like Tonk, I was like, man, that sounds really familiar. So I Google it. I'm like Tonk card game. And sure enough, right there on Wikipedia, it's like Tonk or Tunk is a matching card game. I was like, oh, okay, same game. Huh. So I'm still black. Adam Redding, <laughs> Adam Redding said, bring a laptop. Congratulations. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> Adam Redding said, uh, bring a laptop and remote play your PS4 while everyone's sleeping. <laughs> nice. Adam Redding of uh, Super Best Friend Sleepover Podcast. Great one. Go check it out. Super listener Chad Fackler said zombie dice, apples to apples, Uno, LCR, uh, Munchkin, Farkle, Skipbo, Phase 10, Cubits, oh, and Flux. They got a lot of games. Wow. I need, I need to go to Damn, Chad's house like for the holidays. Right? Mark II, Settlers of Catan or Cards Against Humanity, especially if I can play with people that I've never played the game with. I have a tendency to go for very dark humor, and my goal isn't to win. It's to make everyone feel completely uncomfortable at some point. Love it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've never played Cards Against Humanity, and so many people talk about that game. Yeah, it's I a lot never of have fun. either. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I had not either. Played that. That's crazy. Over on Discord land, good morning, guys. Mark Ooh, Boucher. Good morning. Good morning. My family and I recently jumped hardcore into a card game called Exploding Kittens. It's basically oh, yeah. more strategic Russian roulette in card game form involving cartoon cats on the cards. Google it. Yeah, it's a fun one. I think Kale has that game, but we've not played it. There you go. Fluxel depends on who I'll be with. For the eight plus crowd, I'm guessing it's saying eight people plus crowd, I'll grab Deep Sea Adventure and maybe a co-op game like Castle Panic. If we're talking a 12 plus, I'll grab some of the slightly more complicated games like uh, Carcassonne or Dominion. 15 plus, and I'm grabbing the best game ever, Power Grid, and probably Betrayal at House on the Hill. However, Ugh. if you've got small kids involved, there's nothing quite as satisfying as the board game Splat, which involves making bugs out of Play-Doh and throughout the game squishing them with a plastic hand. I like nice. that. Stumpwater Jack, Chumpy, Gonzo, Road Crew. He's got a lot of AKAs. 
You know, I'm you know I'm grabbing Betrayal at House on the Hill, especially the new Legacy Edition, in which later playthroughs are affected by earlier sessions. Betrayal at Baldur's Gate or Red Dragon Inn. Red Dragon Inn is fantastic because every version can be played standalone or mixed with others to add more players, and it's relatively easy to learn. Hmm. I like that. Stumpy and uh, or Chumpy, I'm max, uh, mixing both names. He and uh, a guy named uh, Josh always bring board games on tour, and they're always games I've never heard of, and they always end up being super fun. Thank you guys nice. for answering the question. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGCast. Like Ed said, YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. Now on Patreon, if you want to throw a dollar in the bucket, we'd appreciate it. Patreon.com slash MTTG. And this is the last week I'm going to be saying it. Extra-life.org slash team slash MTTG. I'm going to be doing my stream this week. Come keep me company. Come keep me mm-hmm. up. Come watch me fall asleep. Hopefully nice. I won't. But I did have a like a daydream that if I fell asleep and fell all the way out of the chair, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. <laughs> that would be amazing. You know that moment like where you've gotten too far, but you wake up, but you can't do anything about it because you're a momentum? Oh. Yep. I'm really be trying not to make that happen. <laughs> that would I be can incredible. see the headlines the next week like, gamer falls out of chair while trying to raise money for children. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen. There you go. But come hang out with your boy. And uh, Eduardo. Uh, rate us on iTunes, subscribe, leave a comment. And, uh, because (laughs) yeah, yeah, we, we look pretty to look at, but if you look at the details, we leave great mud footprints. I like that. Good job, Edward. Thanks. Well, let's get into some questions. We got a good one from our boy Will. He sent in a nice email. I sent it to all the guys. Yeah, I'm, not, really nice. I'm not gonna to read it um, on the podcast, but man, I just want to say, Will, thank you. Yes, he found us a few weeks ago, and he kind of opened up about his life. And man, once again, this community that we've built mm-hmm. uh, and that we're all sharing in this, like they continue to bring positivity and impact people everywhere. And Will was definitely one of them, and he wanted to give great props yes. to, yeah, to amazing the email. community as well. So it thank was, you for that. It was, yeah, it was awesome, Will. Thank you for that. He did have a question. He said, if you had to predict where the video game industry was headed in terms of, quote, the hottest genre, where is it going next? Zombie games had their time. Now Battle Royale games are hot. So what's next? That is a great Ooh, that question. That is a really wow. good question. Uh, I think it's going to continue to be things that uh, are multiplayer. Uh, I don't think that single player games are going to storm back or anything like that. Um, as much as I'd love that, exactly, man. That's a good question because I would have never thought. I think you know we talked about battle royale so long ago when we were like, "Yeah, yeah. this game wants to do one versus a hundred. That's crazy," um, mm-hmm. and it's worked out really well. Um, but man, until somebody thinks of it and brings it out, it's so hard to say where I think yeah. gaming was going. But I think it's going to stay social and continue to grow. Uh, Twitch and Mixer and, and things like that to where 
a lot of people are streaming. Um, I think yeah, that's, I agree. I think that's going to continue to grow for sure. Chris? You know, if you were to have asked me like a year or so ago, I would have said, you know, I really feel like MMOs are going to make a big run only because they've been around for a long time. But mm -hmm. like in the console space, I feel like Destiny's proven that, hey, the MMO or MMO light style can work really well here. Uh-huh. Uh and then there was the Final Fantasy that was on uh, console, at least on PS3. 14. I don't know. Yeah, I know mm -hmm. it was on PS3. I don't know if it was on 360. Um, but right now, it's like, man, that's, it's really hard. Like you said, it's hard to pick that out because I don't feel like I would have guessed that Battle Royale would stick around quite as long as it has. I mean, yeah, it's not really. surprising to me have. that it did because it's, you know, it's most facets, it's pretty well done. But I just wouldn't have thought that would have been the next thing. It's just, I'm not very good at predicting when it comes to, you know, trends and things like that. Yeah. One thing that I will say, which is not at all an answer to his question, but I, and I, this has kind of been going this way for a while, but I do think I'm feeling like, and I don't know why necessarily, but I feel like esports in general next year is going to make a big push. And I feel like it's going to be, it's going to get even bigger because with Overwatch League oh, expanding go. and everything, I feel like that's just going to continue to get more and more uh eyeballs and stuff and it's gonna okay. draw more attention like obviously that's not people necessarily getting into it per se i mean as the same as like the next gaming trend but i do think esports is gonna grow which is not exactly an answer to his question but kind of in the realm yeah edward i'm gonna take a stab and say with the success of spider-man and just the marvel movies maybe superheroes will surge back somehow maybe come we'll back get, yeah maybe we'll get like a joker game or a Ooh, another Batman like game or something? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm go. really bad at predicting as well. I know. Yeah. Tim? It's all good. I'm kind of with you, Chris. I have a feeling like an MMO game might come back and really like get people going about it. Because you're right, they've been around for so long. But you know, I'd love to see something like just really... You know, really clean, really easy on console, that kind of stuff. Something, But something that's huge. Um, and they fit the whole games as a service model, which is what mo a lot of game yeah. uh, publishers are kind of moving to because it's a constant revenue stream. So, yeah, yeah, I like that. No, that's me. Nice. Good question. Thank you, Will. Over on Discord, PKH Basco. I'm an, hey, speaking of MMO, I'm an MMO gamer, always playing one at any given time. Do any of you play MMO? Or, uh, or have you been addicted to one in the past? My obsession now in the foreseeable future is Maple Story 2. Ooh. I've never been a big <laughs> MMO guy, but I did get into Guild Wars pretty heavy when it was out. And I think I was big into it because it was free. Mm -hmm. And then before that, I tried EverQuest, but I never got into it too heavy because my PC at the time couldn't really handle it. And I yeah. just thought it'd be fun to do. And then I, I also wanted to get into Eve Online, but I never did either. <laughs> Man, Eve Online makes my brain hurt just thinking about it. But I love all the stories yeah. that come out of it. Yes, yes. I, I don't like jumping into things after they've been going for too long. Yeah. And so I don't see myself like jumping into WoW or something like that. I'd like to find something that's beginning and grow with it instead of jumping yeah. in once it's huge already. I like that. Hard to do. What about you there, Tim? Yeah, I am not an MMO gamer. Um, maybe I will at some point, but um, and Maple Story Two kind of sounds like like a pancake platformer or something for some reason. I don't know maple and syrup. It just I don't know. It's weird. It sounds sounds interesting, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm just not one of those <laughs> mm -hmm. MMO gamers at all. I just I'm not into it. There you go, Chris. 
I am well, or I as well. <laughs> good word. It's getting late. I don't feel good. Did I say that earlier? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I, the only thing that I've ever played that's MMO esque is Destiny, and I got real into Destiny for the first year for sure that it was out, and then I dabbled yes, definitely in the first when Destiny Two dropped, and then I kind of just fell off of it after that. Um. And it's. It's not exactly the same as MMOs on PCs. I've never really had like a computer that was built where it could handle any kind of gaming. So I, I didn't really dabble much with that kind of stuff. Um, but I would, if the right one came along with the right hook, I would absolutely give it a shot. Yep. Uh, what about you, Edward? Uh, more like NNO. No, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I liked it. Well done. Lordy. <laughs> of course, of course, Chris liked it. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm here for you, Chris. <laughs> okay, moving on. Beef, Beefmaster Serta, Pickles. Road Crew. Road Crew and Pickles. Uh, lots of conversation and discussion on Discord today about Pickles. Everybody, right, here's his quote. Everyone loves them. What's your preference? Spear, disc, hole, dill, bread and butter, spicy fried, or do you have another vegetable that you like pickled? Um, I love hamburgers, and anytime I order hamburgers, I order them and say no pickles. Oh, what's wrong man. with you? I don't yeah, like them. They taste seriously. Bad. Woo! You do not have that good taste buds. Party foul. Yeah, I don't like pickles. <laughs> you're you're love... banned with MLS chop. <laughs> <laughs> I I love pickles. I like I like uh, sour pickles. I'm not much for the sweet ones, uh, the sweet pickles, but I like. I like them on my sandwiches. I like them on my hamburgers. I like to eat them whole. I like to eat them as spears. I just like dill pickles. And I like uh, pickled okra a lot, too. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. I love all of that. What you're just saying right now, loving it all. Yeah, I love any type of pickle. Um, I think they're fabulous. Ed? Yeah, I like pickles. I don't like them enough that if something doesn't have pickles that I order, order them with it. But if something has pickles on it, it's a nice surprise. So, you uh, would you eat it out the jar, like the juice-filled jars? Just I have before, much on some but pickles? it's been a long time since I have. Yeah. That's Sarah gross. drinks the pickle juice. Man, I'll just buy pickles and eat them. Mm. Yeah, mm. I love pickles, yep. No Ooh, thanks. Good. Pickled you. okra, especially. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I don't like so okra good. either. What? I know. No. All right, I have a 12-year-old's palate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite all right. Uh, Calmed Fury, do any of you have Amiibo? I'm thinking of getting some for SSBU next week, but haven't tried them out before. More like Amino. Oh. Hey! We gotta end this show. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is it. You mean we gotta end this no? Uh, oh. hey. <laughs> I have tons of gaming uh, little knickknacks and stuff, but Amiibo in particular, anyone? no, I don't have. Yeah, I don't think, I have some Amiibos, um, that people want me as gifts um, mm -hmm. if they've heard I like a character or something like that. Uh, somebody um, that I meet up with on the road or something like that is nice enough to pick me up one, but I've never taken them out of the box. What? Do, do they have a, uh, because of Smash Brothers, don't they have a Solid Snake amiibo? Probably. I have a, I have a Cloud one. If they have a Solid Snake Final amiibo, Fantasy. I may look into getting that. Because they're, they're nice. not crazy expensive, right? Aren't they like 10, no, like, 10 yeah, 12, 12 bucks or something? Yeah, 12 15 something like that. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That might be my first one. Edward, you have some Amiibos? I don't have any Amiibos, but I have seven shelves of Lego Dimensions characters. <laughs> hey, seven there you go. shelves? 
Yep. Wow. That's awesome. Impressive. Tim, you don't have any amiibos, right? <laughs> That's a big old negatory for me, good buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. Matthew Dromberger. With access to the digital world becoming increasingly simple and easy to access, especially important while family is around during the holidays, that quality time is spent. What plans do you have to keep your kids and you tethered to the real world? Uh, during Christmas time, we really like to go see the lights. And so, uh, we always have, we always like get in the car and go do that. We, um, we try to spend a lot of time trying to do traditional things at this time of year. And I feel like that keeps us pretty grounded and off the screens and it gives us something to do. Jenny's wanting to do a thing with the advent calendar where every day we just do something, whether it's making a snowflake out of paper or, you know, just a small Mm. craft or something as a family together Mm -hmm. to keep us just kind of off technology and, and focused on conversation and just being around each other. Love that. Chris. Um, I tell Ellie, no more beat saber for you. You can't do that. We're going to go outside (laughs) and walk. That's right. Your neck is not strong enough to hold up the hat. (laughs) Um, we, I don't, we don't really think too much about it. It's just Stacy and I. So, and I mean, I don't feel like we're, at a point where we can't it, like it controls us kind of thing. So That's we right. just, we just kind of, it's not something we sit there and make a time like, okay, now we're going to have a no phone day or, or anything like that. We just always make time to do things and go out and make sure that we're doing things in and amongst them. So I, I don't, I'm not really in a position where I need to, I feel like I need to focus in on that more. I mean, unless Stacy told me otherwise, but she hasn't. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> same for you, Ed. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Tim. We, um, we kind of veg out because Mm -hmm. with Lauren being so crazy at the store, like once Christmas day rolls around and from that, from there until about new year's, we kind of veg out. And it's not that we're vegging out and having screen time, but we're watching movies together or, um, you know, we'll go to above all to the jumping place. We'll go actually to the movie theater, but we, I mean, we do stuff, but it's very, very relaxed and very low key. And if we're in our jammies all day, one of those days we are, and that's just how it is. But it, it, as long as we're all together and, uh, I think it, it, it's good and it's important to kind of have that time, especially for Lauren, cause it's the most stressful time for her just to be able to decompress and just be together. And that's, what's important for us. There you go. Hmm. Yep. Love it. Uh, Don star Lancer, what TV shows or cartoons would you love to see added to Netflix or Hulu in the near future that are just mostly unavailable these days? Some of my picks would be New York Undercover and David the Gnome. Ooh, is Animaniacs on Netflix? I think it's like on Hulu or I think it's on one of the services, but I don't think it's on Netflix. Yeah, bring Mm, that over to Netflix. I would love that. Yeah, man, that would be great. I'd go back and watch some Animaniacs probably. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, That or uh, probably The Simpsons because I didn't watch it growing up. And so I wouldn't mind going back and just seeing some of the more popular episodes yeah. that people talk about. Mm-hmm. Chris? Uh, I always wondered why uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air never came to Netflix. Ooh. Oh, wow. I would totally watch that yeah, again. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the cartoon side, I remember really liking... Um, well, obviously Ninja Turtles, but also the X-Men cartoons. But I don't yes. really remember any of the episodes. I remember the intro and I remember Gene. loving watching it. And that's all I really remember. So I would like for that to show back up. Gene. Yeah, I would love that if that came. Edward. 
Uh, there was a show called Ed starring Tom oh, yeah. Cavanaugh and yeah. Julie Bowen. Yeah. Uh, and I loved that show, but because of music rights, it's never come out on anything. Oh, wow. Uh, At all. And yep. so, yeah, I missed that show. Tim? I know, I know that there's an app that where you can get a lot of the old Looney Tunes cartoons, but I would love just a huge, just big old segment of, of the classic Looney Tunes. That nice. would be great. I think that would be awesome. Yep. Uh, speaking of cartoons, we must say a huge RIP to Steven Hillenburg, who's the creator of yes, SpongeBob. Yeah. Passed away at 57. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. From ALS. So mm-hmm. our thoughts and prayers are definitely with him and his family. Uh, man, what a what a creative genius. And uh, and I love me some SpongeBob. And who would have thought else. that something like that would have lasted this long and been such a part exactly. of pop culture? Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. So, sorry, I had to throw that in there since we were talking about cartoons. Yeah. All right, moving on to Facebook. Brennan uh, Leavitt. Uh, first, I want to say, good job, Gabe, by trying to pronounce my name. Haha, <laughs> my last name gets messed up a lot. It's pronounced Levitt. The A is silent. Anyway, my question is, what was your first <laughs> game system you got as a kid? And what was your favorite game on that system? Uh, wait, what was the first part? First game system you first got as game a kid, system. and what was your favorite game on that system? NES was the first system, and it's it's a it's yeah oh man it's a tie between Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers three, probably or may, maybe Excite Bike. I don't know. That's a tough one. Chris, uh, same for me. It was NES, and it was probably. Either Excite Bike or I really liked Duck Hunt. There you go. Oh, nice. Edward? Uh, it was the Atari 2600, and we love Pitfall. Nice. nice. Uh, uh, Tim? Yeah, I, uh, I, I kind of am going with Ed. I remember, I th- I'm almost positive we, my brother might have gotten an Atari 2600, and so we played some Defender and Pitfall. Pitfall. Nice. Pitfall. Good Lord. There you oh, go. Talk. Yeah, it was awesome. I like it. All right. Daniel, hi. Is there any show from the past that you would like to see a reunion special on or a full reboot? Ooh, no, that's a good one. Shoot. A show with a, a, hmm. Mm. I don't really want a reboot, but like if they did a, uh, this is going to sound stupid, but if they did like a, a, where are they now? As far as the characters of saved by the bell, I wouldn't be mad about that. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> I didn't even leave Lisa Turtle out of it, though. I don't want her in it. I don't want screeching <laughs> that. Uh, Edward? No, I, I feel like everything that I like, I want them to just leave it alone and never touch it and let it be a good memory in my head. Have you watched the new Will and Grace? No, I didn't it's watch the really, old Will and Grace. It's really good. I didn't watch the old one either, but... I saw that they brought that back and I was wondering. No, it's like Lauren and I have been watching it. I it's they picked up right where they left off. The writing's really good. Yeah, we really enjoy that one. There you go. Chris. Man, I I, I kind of am a little similar to Ed. Um 
like I, I there's been a lot of talk because recently Steve Carell was on SNL and a lot of people have been saying like, oh, reboot The Office or whatever. And and he, he did this little skit where it looked sounded like they were going to reboot The Office or whatever. And then <laughs> yeah. it, like he was almost going to announce it. And then he did. And he said, I want to announce we have a really great show. Ha, 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 ha. But then the more I think about it and he's even come out and said, like, I just don't feel like that show would be right for today. No. Like it wouldn't work the same way, not just right. from the politically correct yeah. standpoint, but also just that it would work to do it again. And I, I feel like, you know, as much as I love The Office and I feel like that would I'd want that, it'd probably be like the last few seasons of The Office when Steve wasn't there. You know, it just it, it wouldn't quite be the same to redo it again unless you had absolutely everybody. And even then, it's just it's hard to capture lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah, that's right. So yep. I think I feel like Ed and I just want to leave them be the way that they were. Even though I did watch like I think the first two episodes of the new Voltron that's on Netflix and I liked it. I was like, that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah brought nice. back Voltron. I think it, it's maybe a little bit different with um, like cartoon shows. I think that yeah. they have a little more yeah. leeway, but mm-hmm. then like live action stuff. So I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. What say you, Tim? Yeah. I, I don't need all the reboots. I, I kind of liked what was what's in the past is in the past. And that those are the memories and the nostalgia that I have. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with, with how it was. There you go. I don't need to, I'm kind of, over a lot of the reboots of a lot of stuff anyway and yeah but um you know i i I would assume in this day i would assume in this day and age that people kind of have more creativity there's so much technology and stuff involved like why are we rebooting old things is it just yeah i think it's just to bring people back to that nostalgia but in a different way Mm -hmm. and sometimes it works and then sometimes it just i think they miss the mark yeah i heard the um and with an e was pretty good the yes i've heard yes that's very good Oh, well, see, there you have it. I didn't watch the first one, though. Oh, gotcha. So I only watched these. But Stacey had watched the first one, and she's watched Anne with an Eve with me, and she really likes it. That's the reboot of Anne of Green Gables, just in case if I was wondering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix. There you go. There you go. Travis Pospisil, what is your favorite sit-down restaurant, and what is your go-to fast food place? Oh, doggone it. Uh, my favorite sit down restaurant. Okay, so I really like Asian food. So whenever me and Jenny go on dates, we go to a place called Jay Alexander's, which I actually really like, and I I know mm-hmm. it's a yummy. I know it's a uh, franchise, but um, I really like going to Shogun or yeah. like hibachi places where they Dang, cook in you front stole of you. My answer. Yeah, man. And so I think those are probably my favorite places to go, just because you get like an experience. You you eat slow because the food's coming out slowly, but. Uh, I really like that. Ed, that's your answer? No, I'll I'll change mine to medieval times. Oh my yes. gosh. I've never yes. been to one. <laughs> so oh my gosh, show, that's hilarious. You get to eat with your hands. No, there's no way that's good. <laughs> oh my god. A big that's, old turkey leg. Woo. That's disgusting. Um oh. my go-to fast food. Uh, unfortunately, we do more McDonald's than we should, but I actually like Wendy's or Sonic better. Yeah, buddy. So if I had to choose, I think I'd choose Wendy's, but Sonic is pretty good. Ed, what's your fast food place? Um, that's in the area. I would go with Burger King. There you go. Chris? Uh, my favorite sit-down restaurant is probably this uh, Mexican food restaurant or Tex-Mex restaurant called uh, Gloria's. And then my favorite- Did we go there together? Yes, we did go there together once. Yeah, we did. That mm-hmm. was yeah, delicious. I, I'm just now realizing that both of my answers are going to be Mexican food, but the other one is um, it's a Taco Bell. No, uh, it's a burrito place though called uh, Freebirds. Nice. nice. 
Yeah, I really like Is that, that your fast food place? Yeah, that one's my fat. I don't go there super often. It's it's I'm assuming it counts as fast food. It's like where you go in a line and you pick your ingredients and they build it right there, but it's not like a drive through. So that like counts. Like Chipotle right? or something? Yeah, similar to that stuff. Right, style. right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tim, what say you? Um, favorite sit down? Man, I I'm kind of with I love me some Jay Alexander. That place there. is good. That place is is I've very delicious. I, I don't even think I've heard of that. There's not a bad thing on the menu. No, there really isn't. And uh, yeah, I just really enjoy that place. Um, man, my go-to fast food recently has been Sonic. I And I've been ordering through nice. the app. Man, the app is so user-friendly and like super easy. And you roll in and boom, your stuff's right there. And oh, and it, and their burgers are delicious. And those tots, woo, yeah. those, those tots are really good. And they always let an escaped fry be in there. Oh yeah, there's always, there's one little there's escape always one fry. little fry. You're like, oh come I'm here, free. buddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's crazy. Good question. Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Pico. Uh, last name is pronounced Pico, by the way. Uh, one of those weird French names. Anyway, I love the show. It's one of of two podcasts I listen every week. Hey. Not not plugging the other one, but it's video game based too. Mm-hmm. If y'all were to cover any other subject through podcasts, what would it be? Oh, that's tough. I want to say movies, but I just don't make it to the movies anymore. But I still want to do it with Ed. (laughs) I know. Right? But I just don't make it to the movies as much as I want to anymore. Doggone it. But it would be movies. Chris, what about yours? Uh, Mine would be something technology related. Yeah? Yeah, it would be like, either talking like about... Like unboxing or what kind of thing? No, uh, like uh, one of my... The podcast that really got me into listening to podcasts and was my favorite tech podcast back in the day was um, Buzz Out Loud, which was a, a podcast on CNET. where They would just talk about everything tech. Like they would... Like it was... It came out... Early on, it came out, I think, every single day. And it was only like about 45 minutes or something like that. And they would just talk about... These are the top tech only stories of the day. Only 45 minutes every day. That's a lot. Well, I mean, but most of the podcasts I listen to nowadays are hour, hour and a, or like an hour and a half, two hours or more. So back then, it was the way that they termed it was it was indeterminate length. So it might be twenty minutes, it might be forty five, like that was the long end if it reached that. You gotcha, know, it, gotcha. it just kind of depends. But they would take like the top, you know, let's say five stories of the day, and they'd say like these are what they are, and they'd expl- say what it is, and they kind of just discuss about it a little bit. I I really love that show. I would want. I'm not knowledgeable enough to really speak on everything the way that they were, but I like talking tech stuff. There you go. I, I'm with you, Chris. I I enjoy that. I like to stay relevant with with what's going on and and being able to to listen to all the latest and greatest. So I'm, I I would say the same thing. Cool. Yeah, it was Leo Laporte who first told me about yeah. Google. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I've never heard Leo about Laporte Google until Leo told me about podcasting and and all that stuff i'd listen to his stuff there you go um ed ed what did you say what's yours my first reaction would would be movies as well but i don't want to repeat an answer so i'll say i haven't been able to find a good coffee podcast i'd really like to find one oh dude you need to start one right now right this very instant (laughs) there's a lady i watch on youtube every single time i'm looking at coffee machines she's got a review for it and and she's pretty awesome nice yeah Good question. Uh, all right. Final yeah. question on Twitter at Rue Runs and Games. Lots of talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, including that it is a slow burn. How long do you give a game to hook you before you move on? 
clearly for Chris more than 20 hours. No, yeah. no, 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 that's not typical at all. <laughs> it's just this yeah. game. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not. I give a game. This is going to be unfair a little bit, but I usually only give it the first time I sit down and play it or the second time. Like, yeah, if I if I'm not enjoying it after the first or second time, even though Shaq Fu proved to be not that, but I was trying to meet my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I usually don't go back to it if it doesn't hook me the first two times I play it. Yeah. You same as you, Ed. Yeah. If it doesn't get me by that, even that first level, uh, I'm, I'm, I've got something else to play. Yeah. 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 Tim. Yep. Two to three hours or so. And, and, uh, I'm kind of with you, Gabe. Like if I'm not feeling it from first sit down, um, I'll, I'll give it the old, eh, and I'll come back to it one more day or so and, and just see. And if I'm not feeling it, then it's, it's, it's done. And I've only really recently done that with uh, shadow of the tomb Raider. And honestly, I will probably, maybe you never know. I might go back to it just because wow. I really, I really wanted to get into Assassin's Creed. So once I'm, no, I'm done with Odyssey, I may go back to it, but right now I've kind of just put it on the back burner. There you go. What say you, Chris? So it kind of depends if it's a multiplayer focused game like Call of Duty multiplayer or like when I first started out with Overwatch, I will do kind of like what you guys are saying where I'll just give it that session that where I, that sitting and mm-hmm. I'll sit down and I'll play for I'll try to give it about an hour or so, but just whatever amount of time I'm going to be able to play at that time. And if it doesn't grab me or I'm not getting the hang of it or I just don't really care for the feel of it, then I'll, I'll go ahead and leave and usually I won't come back. If it's something that's story based, like it's a single player kind of campaign driven kind of thing. I try to give it anywhere from three to five hours because I feel like that's plenty of time in most cases to know like, okay, this is something for me or it's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's fair. Nice. That's it. Thank you, everybody, for all the questions. We appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So this question was kind of answered at the beginning of the podcast for two of these guys, I think. But I could be surprised by one of them. What's your favorite rhythm-based game favorite rhythm based game i know it's gonna be a hard one for you ed uh chris are you going with this uh, yes this beat saber (laughs) beat saber what what say you uh router i got nothing i've never really played them so you never played like a a guitar hero or i yeah i played like one once or twice and it was fun but but that was I haven't played anything extensively, so I'll say Guitar Hero because I, I have played that one. This is going to be the hardest one for me and Ed. I thought of this question oh. earlier this week, and I didn't come up with an answer for myself. Man. But maybe you rattling through some games will help jog my memory. What what say you, Edward? Favorite you rhythm-based game? I can't remember a rhythm-based game I didn't like that yep, I played. Yep, yep. <laughs> Did you I mean, play Guitar Thumper? Hero? What's that? Did you play Thumper? I play the demo of it, the VR game. Yeah, I, well, it's in VR. I I think they might have an out of VR version too. They do have but, it out of VR. I think you're right. But yeah, I I was curious if you took to that one. I never gave it a shot. I I played the demo in VR and really liked it. I never got around to grabbing it, but I did like it. Okay, um, cool. But man, I I mean, I just put so much time into DDR and Guitar Hero. I had mm-hmm. every iteration. I mean, I had Aerosmith Guitar Hero. And I'm not really an Aerosmith fan. We had Metallica Guitar yes, Hero. Yes, you did. That was the one that I really had to think hard about buying. <laughs> I didn't, but I really thought about it. And now with Beat Saber and, you know, even the Just Dance games are a ton of fun. I don't know, man. Um, Isn't that tough? It is. 
I knew it was going to be hard for me and you. That's why I was like, oh, at least it'll make for a good conversation. Um, I'm going to take the router answer and say it's a tie between all of them. Oh, come on. All of them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, Gosh. I, I probably put the most time into DDR. Yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. Um, and then Guitar Hero would be second mm-hmm. as far as time spent. Shoo. I think I have to go DDR. What about Parappa the Rapper? Oh, shoot. I didn't think about Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> I know you did. Doggone it. Oh, I don't know. Parappa was my first love. Yeah. Before DDR. But DDR, I mean, I played a lot to where I owned the pads and had them at home and played it often. That's pads with an S on the end. That's what? Yeah, pads, two pads. That's right. Yes. I almost bought the metal ones that you couldn't fold up and put in the I closet. I know you did. You were so tempted. <laughs> yeah, that's what eBay was really on and popping for, for your boy. I was buying all kind of stuff I didn't need. Spawn posters. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with the terrible songs of Dance Dance Revolution. Nice, <laughs> nice. And nice. because it was almost like getting good at DDR was almost like being good with a yo-yo. Like nobody's really expected to be good at it, and then when you bust it out, people are really impressed. They're yeah. like, "Wait, why are you so good at Dance Dance Revolution?" Like, <laughs> if I was in an arcade and somebody was like, "Hey, you want to play this with me?" It's got you know somebody put some coins in and didn't hit start. I'd be yeah. like, I mean. Sure. And they're playing on easy and I'm playing on hard. They're like, you're going to play on hard. Like, I mean, I don't know. You're like, yeah, maybe. You're like, sure. You got an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going DDR. Let us know what you guys' favorite uh. rhythm based game is. I'm so torn. I'm, I'm not even sure it's DDR, but uh, I'm, I'm like Ed. Like I've played so many, including like the drums from like Tyco and stuff like that. Those mm. were always so fun. I just like any, I, I like rhythm games because I feel like I have natural rhythm, so it always makes it challenging, and I can always play on the hard levels. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Doggone it. Yeah, DDR it is. Let us know. We will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Episode 3-something-something is in the books. 324. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Bitch!